and is only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Tonight on The Godless Revolution, Pope Frankly, Grand Pito, I don't give a damn. Pope Francis's diarrhea of the mouth is becoming a vat of cancer on society. In shocking news, baking soda does not cure cancer. Painter late than never, I always say. Representative Bob Brady loves a little popey backwash. Mormon housewife and not-really-NDE survivor Julie Rowe rage quits the apocalypse. Vertical phone video producer and Talibangelist John Furlstein gets owned. Mike Up Chuckabee won't tolerate integrating Doritos of color. God's plan was to have Scott Walker run a losing campaign. Zimmerman, wannabe police officer and part-time giant Ewok impersonator, tweets his crime scene. And that's tonight's show. <laughs> I'm Yay. back, bitches. And Ryan's back. Yay! Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. not torture. Touch, also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always becomes supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. We're done. done. Obama! Uh, Welcome to the Godless Revolution, everybody. I'm Dan. And I'm back. Ryan's back. Ryan's back. Yay! Yay. Today is episode number 71 on September 28th, 2015. It's a Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? No, it's Monday. Monday. Jesus Christ. It's a Monday. Yeah. And we're recording on a Monday. That's right. Not a Tuesday. For the next, for the next, one starts with an M, the other starts with a T. Correct. So where have you been? I've been in the Californias doing some EMT shit. In the California, sitting there in the Bay Area, which I gotta say, they have a lovely weather. Mm-hmm. It gets cool at night. Yeah, everybody was like, "It's ninety-five. This is the hottest day of the year. This is really fucking unusual for California." I'm like, or for the Bay Area. I'm like, it is. I thought this was California. I thought it was. Oh, like- Bay, the Bay Area usually stays. I think. Yeah. I think usually like their highs are in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah, which was they nice. have palm trees up there though. Yeah, yeah. In San Francisco, I well, think so. I don't know I where we had do. the class at. The whole place was surrounded with palm trees. Oh yeah, hmm. I yeah. didn't know that they had them in San Francisco. San Francisco didn't have a whole lot of trees. <laughs> no, it doesn't have a whole lot of trees. They're they're mainly it's, just like little bushes and, and buildings and buildings and apparently palm trees that I had. Yeah, really. I I went and visited family. Well, family of an ex-girlfriend uh, who, uh, they lived in Alameda, which is across the bay from San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. And I don't remember any palm trees, but I wasn't really looking for them either. But yeah, there weren't very many trees at all. Yeah, I was actually in the town of Fremont. Fremont! Yeah. Fremont! There's a school in Utah named Fremont. Yes, there is. Fantastic. But it's weird because it, it's not very different than Utah in the way their cities are structured, except for smaller. What do you mean? Like, like I'm like, oh, I got to go to Oakland. Like, oh, it's 
10 minutes away mm-hmm. and I'm going to pass through five other cities on the way there. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. It's like, well, shit. There's it's kind of cool. You know, I'm a Raiders fan, so I went and checked out the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders place where they play the balls and games. They're doing well. They look They look a lot better this They've year. They've won two in a row now. Holy fuck. I think that means the end of the world is coming. I thought that was that moon thingy. We're in the latter days. <laughs> Glenn Beck was right. It was the beginning of sorrows. Mm-hmm. The Raiders yeah. shall win the footballs and the Jesus will <laughs> no, come not, back. No, they're, no, no, they're not going to win. They're just, they're doing better. Well, yeah, but it they, would hard, it, they're it not going to win It's difficult to do worse yeah. True. Than, the, than the way they've been playing for the Unless past. Unless you're San Francisco. Decade or so. Well, San Francisco got rid of their whole team. And their coach. Or they went to jail. Yeah, they got spanked this weekend. I don't doubt it. Lost by 40 points to the Cardinals. Somebody's going to be looking for a job. <laughs> yeah, not Bruce Arians. Mm-hmm. That's coaching the Cardinals. He's got them. That's that's the big talk right now. Who's the best team in the NFL, Arizona or New England? Really? And half of them take Arizona. Hmm. They scored almost 100 points in two games. Is uh, Warner still their quarterback, right? No, Carson Palmer. Palmer. Warner's, Warner's been retired for like three or four years. I knew that. Oh, yeah. That's that's how well I've followed football <laughs> for the past decade Maybe because five. the Raiders have been I, playing so well. I follow yeah. the Packers, and that's about it. Yeah. Who are playing as we record this. Yeah, so luckily, I got a DVR. Oh. Yeah. What a sacrifice you're making. I know. You're taking one for the team. Literally. I have not gotten to really sit down and watch a Packer game yet this year. They'll beat the Chiefs. Well, let's 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 go with. I hope. I, I hope so. They're in the they'll, same. They'll the they're in the same division as the Raiders. So, yeah, the Chiefs are. Yeah, I never go with a guarantee on anything. Fucking Denver won last night, though. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, we were at Gracie's and there was a bunch of fucking Broncos fans there, oh. yeah, losing their <laughs> shit all throughout the game, screaming. And the thing, the thing is, like, like Broncos fans are want to do. <laughs> we don't know how Derek Carr's going to be. I mean, he looks good right now. And Amari Cooper, Oakland's first-round pick, wide receiver, looks really great. And they're developing a chemistry now. But what we do know is that Peyton Manning doesn't win late in the year. So he's he, he's the AFC's Tony Romo. So who fucking cares? Who cares if they beat the Lions last night? He runs out of I, Jesus juice by then. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I care because I want to see the Bears, the Lions, and the Vikings all lose every single game they play. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Well, because they're in no, the same division. Peyton, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I was That's just saying Peyton, I was just saying about those Broncos fans cheering about a win over the Lions. Who cares? Because oh yeah, you and know it doesn't matter for them because Peyton Manning can't win when it when he gets into the postseason. Well, and it's Detroit who I don't think has a great okay. team anyway. Yeah, they're okay. They're not fantastic, but you, yeah, yeah. I was just I don't like Broncos. They're like my least favorite team. <laughs> And mm-hmm. so, and, well, yeah, as a Raiders fan, for sure. Yeah. Well, and it kind of sucks being here in Utah because that's most people here yeah. in Utah. If you root mm-hmm. for a professional football team, you're a Broncos fan. I don't know. There's <clears throat> there's like three or four main teams. Like San Francisco's big here, and so is Dallas. Dallas is big everywhere, yeah, everywhere. just because it's Dallas. I don't I don't understand it, but I, I've met a lot of Packer fans here. Yeah, lots I'm of New sure England fans because that's easy. It's basically a melting pot <laughs> of football fans. Not not that you are that way. I mean, you have been a fan of them for quite some time, I'm sure. Yeah, it wasn't easy in the 90s. Yeah. You know, when nobody had heard of them or yeah. didn't even know about 
any of the players on the team, but there's a ton of bandwagon. Yeah, fans. there is. Uh, you get that everywhere. Yeah. But so what do we right. got? What now do we got on tap for this evening? Now that we've kicked everybody off the show. <laughs> <laughs> cares about? I, I, I do have one good story I can share with you from San Francisco. Oh yeah, not we're just from California. I don't know what fucking city I was in. Does it involve <laughs> Santa Claus? No. Oh. Uh, but on one of the days when I got back from riding along, why the fuck would it involve Santa Claus? I don't know. I don't know oh, either. <laughs> I was okay. just curious. Maybe Santa Claus freaks me out, and I didn't want to hear yeah, a story about Santa Claus. Question. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I have some Santa Claus issues. But as you I was know. waiting for the, uh, <laughs> you the, look like a young Chris. You Kringle. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just it's part of life. the therapy. It's part of the therapy. Okay. <laughs> face your fears. I got to face them every day in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Since I'm colorblind, it looks white. <laughs> this is my nightmare. It's getting more white all the time. It's starting to cause some anxiety. <laughs> anyway, what's but, your story? Uh, when I was, got back to the place where the ambulance crew like parks their ambulances, uh, got back to it like they just dropped you off in the desert or what? No, like they don't actually work out of the building. They just got a parking lot. They park it in, but then they go sit out in the city and wait for a call. They just drive around. They just meander. Well, they have like like <laughs> staging areas. Like one of the companies, their staging area was behind the hospital. Oh, okay. Or in a parking lot. It's that weird. Seems it's that sounds weird. It's weird. Yeah. But we got back. Probably helps them cover more ground. Yeah, it's exactly quick more that, quickly. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. Uh, but when we got back, I was talking to one of the guys when I was waiting for my cab to go back to the hotel, and he's like, "Well, what do, what do you do in Utah? You know, what else you do?" I'm like, "Well, I'm, I do a podcast." He's like, really? What's it about? And I'm like, well, it's an atheist podcast. He goes, oh, you're an atheist? I'm like, damn right. Because I was nervous. I thought you might have been a Mormon. <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, I'm an atheist. But I got talking with him for a little bit, and he's like, I don't know what I think about the whole thing. And I, I sprung on him the whole, uh, I'm like, well, what do you remember from before you were born? Because he was talking about the afterlife and stuff. And he's like, well, nothing. I'm like, then why do you expect to remember anything after you die? He's like, holy shit. <laughs> you just blew my fucking mind, Duffy. Basically, he's like, "What? I never thought of it like that." You just turned like, this fire hose on my brain. <laughs> but he's like, "Yeah, I'm definitely going to listen to you guys' show and stuff." And he's like, I, "I, I might be more of an atheist than I thought." Nice. I think everybody is. I think everybody on the planet is just about as much an atheist as anybody else. It's. You know, we we here at the table believe in one fewer God than most other people out there. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. They don't believe in I would even say the that thousands of other gods that have been proposed before. I would even say that the majority of people who do still hold a supernatural belief in some sense don't really. I mean, it, you know, at least at least a certain percentage of it is wishful thinking or or fallacy based. A huge I mean, percentage or, you know, of it is wishful thinking. Yeah. If they if they believed as fervently as as many of them say they do, they would never go to a doctor. Yeah. They would never yeah. Yeah, I exactly. mean at that point you could you could say that they should just be living off sunshine and rainbow farts like mm -hmm. Well, I mean yeah, I mean so in that sense then really only Christian scientists are yeah, are yeah. really believe it, but I don't know. You know, Mormons Mormons will tell you, though, that, yeah, well, we, we believe you should give a priesthood blessing and also go to the doctor, you know, yeah. and it's like, yeah, okay, well, two aspirin and a prayer will cure your headache. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dumb, dude. Just grow up, man. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Praying to your invisible friend in the sky. Yeah. 
while also doing the necessary. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just a way to, you know, get their confirmation bias into their doctrine. Yeah. And, and how many Christian science families have had their children die of extremely curable things? It's all part of God's plan. Mm-hmm. It's a weird, 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 fucked up plan, but it's all part of it. Fuck his plan. Yeah, fuck I got him. my own. His plan would have them roaming around naked, yet they wear clothes. They'd be living in a fucking cave or building a straw hut somewhere. They wouldn't be using these modern materials. Oh, right. yeah. on- Brought to you by science. Yeah, it's all yeah. it's all bullshit. They just uh, most most people who are religious just haven't taken the time to think about what they think or what they believe. Yeah. And the second you start asking them a lot of different questions, they get they they start Butter. feeling really uncomfortable about yeah. it and, because they have to give embarrassing answers. Cuz in their mind they're like this guy might be making sense. Mhm. All right, what you got this week, Matt? Shall we? I went through this whole thing. It's it's long, but we'll start with uh, we'll start with Pope Gold Frank and nonsense and Murr speaks to Congress treating the establishment clause like an altar boy's asshole this week. <laughs> what what what? I, I'm excited to hear what it's all about. Oh, so yeah, so I just went through the full transcript of of Pope Francis's speak. <laughs> his spoken word the full transcript of francis's <laughs> speech to congress uh this week and a lot of it was just nothing really yeah it's um, not, it was all just yeah so, fluffy nonsense so i went through all of it and i just kind of marked what i thought was you should be nice and you should work together yeah. and we should make this place a better place and i like puppies <laughs> Well, he's much. my man. Yeah. Fucking nonsense. Everybody expects that kind of shit. It's like the Republican primary debates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, you, do you really need some guy, you know, wandering the halls in fucking white robes, spouting shit everybody knows anyway? Right. Um, I, I, I did have one minor objection to, you know, a, a few God references he made early in his speech and whatever, but it's not really terribly relevant. Um... But then he went on to say, you know, toward the middle, he said, uh, I would like to mention four of these Americans, Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King, Dorothy Day, and Thomas Merton. Um, This year marks the 150th anniversary of the assassination of President Abraham Lincoln, the guardian of liberty, of liberty, who labored tirelessly that this nation under God might have a birth, might have a new birth of freedom. Building a future of freedom requires love, uh, the love of common good and cooperation in a spirit of subsidiar subsidiarity subsidiarity is that a word i've never heard of that word. <laughs> i think it's and, next to the suburbs and solidarity <laughs> suburbanitary um, yeah and that that was my first major objection because um well actually i i actually wrote my objection i said uh sorry your popiness but you seem to have stopped short when brushing up on your american history the under god slogan came a century after lincoln who in fact is widely considered to have been an atheist and possibly homosexual possibly yeah uh he went on to say that all of us are quite aware of and deeply worried by the disturbing social and political situation of the world today our world is increasingly a place of violent conflict, hatred, and brutal atrocities committed even in the name of God and religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, one might even dare suggest that God and religion are at the very heart of many of these atrocities. Is what I said to him about that. Oklahoma City. Yep. 
Uh, um, abortion and, bombings. And the Pope mm-hmm. went on to say that you know, I, in in some sort of uh, charitable effort, it seems he said. We know that no religion is immune to forms of individual delusion or ideological extremism. <laughs> individual, not mass delusion, individual right, delusion. Yeah. Well, on which, a massive scale. Right. <laughs> to which I said, to which I say that it seems to be completely immune, however, to irony. Yeah. Uh, he went on to say a whole bunch of other nonsense and nothings. Then he said, the challenges facing us today call for a renewal of that spirit of cooperation, which has accomplished so much good throughout the history of the United States, the complexity, the gravity and the urgency of these challenges demand that we pool our resources and talents and resolve to support one another with respect for our differences and our convictions of conscience. As long as you don't insult the church. Cause if you do, you should expect a punch. Yeah. Yeah. But not only that, but I, I, I but when I read that, I took, I took that particular phrasing as a passive support for Kim Davis's position. Yeah. It was absolutely. I, I, I would agree well, with that. Yeah. And then we'll find out in the next story about exactly how much that was. Uh, he goes on to say in this land, the various religious denominations have greatly contributed to building and strengthening society. Um, but have they have they really helped? Not have thousands of them really. Help? I mean, individuals belonging to different dom- denominations have certainly helped. But has having all of those fractured groups really helped? No. Well, diversity is a good thing. I I don't know. I, that's bullshit. Yeah. There, you can't. I, you can't give. Nobody can point to anything. That that people get out of religion that they can't get somewhere else, mm-hmm. and there there's no benefit that people derive from religion that they can't get from somewhere else. There's nothing tithing, nothing. <laughs> I get to waste my money every yeah. every time that I go well, to church. Yeah, that that was that was an objection Bill Craig brought up when Hitchens posed that you know that question about what what good does religion do that can't be done secularly? And he, I can think of lots of things like tithing. It's well, like, it's are you really fucking serious? How the, fuck, how the fuck is tithing a good thing? It's not. It just gives that you know preacher another G twenty fucking private plane or whatever. Well, and it means yeah. that that much that much money is sucked out of the pockets of somebody who could, does could want to it. do good with it. Yeah, right. And they're giving it to to their church here in Utah. If they're giving it to the LDS church. Less than one fucking percent of that goes to actual charity. Yeah. Yeah, and the rest of it goes to hoarding or building more churches and temples. Buying land and, yeah. Yeah, real or estate their business, yeah. apostles live high on the hog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pope says, it's important that today, as with the past, the voice of faith continues to be heard, for it's a voice of fraternity and love, which tries to bring out the best in each person and in each society. As long as they all believe the same thing. Yeah. And even they, then, even, even if then. they don't, then and and if they don't, then they're gonna argue with each other about it. Yeah. Um, I miss the days when religious people would argue with each other more. I know. I mean, now you know because because atheists are so outspoken and the yeah. Satanists are so outspoken, we seem to be the common enemy for all denominations and faiths. Until you start asking them questions about their differences, and then they they lose. They lose focus, you know, they, they take their eye off the ball and start arguing with each other for a few yeah. minutes. And those times are glorious. I love those. <laughs> I live for those times. Or when you got a church that will be like, yeah, we got no problem marrying gay people. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you do that? Unclean. You're not yeah. real Christians. 
Yeah, he goes on for another couple of paragraphs of not really saying anything, and then um, moves into saying uh, those you know, talking talking about immigration and or, you know early settling of the Americas. Uh, where he says those first contacts were tur- were often turbulent and violent, but it's difficult to judge the past by the criteria of the present. No, no, it's fucking not, dude. Not when you claim to have the eternal truth. And it was all Catholics who who raped this fucking continent when they first came over, uh, you know, to and discovered the indigenous people. You can't turn around and say this is the exact same shit that fucking uh, what's her stupid idiot's name. That oh god, there's so uh, many. <laughs> when when Christopher Hitchens and Stephen Fry debated, is the Catholic Church a force for good in the world? Um, uh, Anne Anne, what the fuck's her name? Coulter? No. no. <laughs> uh, anyway, but that's that's exactly what she was saying too. She was she was fighting for the the fact that Catholic Church is a force for good, and the slavery issue came up, and they're like, well, you can't judge the church. I mean, you have to judge them based on the times they live. No, you fucking don't. Either that or you have to stop claiming you have eternal truth. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah. You can't say that you have all of the information for eternity and what's right all the time and then say, well, you can't judge. I mean, everyone, no one else in the world knew slavery was wrong either. Well, you should have known better. Yeah, you can't, you can't say it's eternal truth when that truth changes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that we should judge them by, the, by that time. Yeah. And it, it goes back to things that I mentioned before when – We're talking about the word of their fucking God here, right? The person who tells them what to do, who to do it with, and in what position. And he can't tell them to stop slavery or to to not rape people. Right. You know, it's it's all of these other admonitions that you should have no other gods before me. Well, that seems to indicate to me that he thought that there were other gods. Yeah. But I should be the most important one. Right. Right. Or just the authors at the time wanted to, you know, monopolize it. Like, yeah. hey, whoa, maybe we should put a little thing here that says... Yeah, well, and there there are tons of things that go on all the time that people and society aren't necessarily ready for. But you know what? If I'm listening to the head honcho, the big cheese, the guy who's going to send me to hell if I don't follow his fucking word, I'm probably going to do what he says I have to do, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fucking matter. Unless I want him to destroy my entire city or the whole fucking planet under a blanket of water and kill everybody and everything right. save for, you know, one lone family. Right. And a 900 year old man. And not, and not just, and not just poof them out of existence. Make sure that the go death through all is of really the, yeah. suffering yeah. And, and horrible. Yeah. Go through all of these really extreme dramatic. Dramatic things to bring about the end of the world. Yeah, not just poof them out of existence, not just wipe yeah. the slate clean. You've got to murder them all through torture. Yeah, yeah. he's a fucking four-year-old on a tantrum. Yeah. Uh, his popiness goes on to uh, restate the golden rule and says that this rule points us in a clear direction. Let us treat others with the same passion and compassion that uh, with which we want to be treated. Um, no. Yeah, I know. I know. I, no, I we have, have a, objections to that too, but yeah, I have a problem with the golden rule. Not oh, everybody, for sure. not everybody wants to be treated the same. Maybe, maybe I want to be spanked or, you know, may, not everybody wants to be treated the same as everybody else. Not, not everybody wants hugs. You know, Tracy, the Tracy isn't a touchy person. She doesn't like right. hugs from people. She doesn't right. know very well. I, on the other hand, love to fucking hug everybody. <laughs> so. 
if I were to go around doing to everybody as I would have done to me, I'd be hugging everybody, whether they wanted a fucking hug or not. And there are some people who are really upset by those types of things. Sure. Yeah. And my response to that was, um, if I wouldn't want to be prosecuted for child rape, we shouldn't prosecute others for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I heard out of that statement. Yeah. We should just move them to another diocese. Yeah. Yeah. Out of town. Give them a whole fresh new pool of victims upon which to pray. Right. Invest all of our money into a cemetery so that way when they look at our coffers, we have no money to pay the family that we need to pay. Oh, sorry. We spent it all on this big church downtown, you might say. It's got some really nice stained glass reliefs. You should go and check it out. (laughs) We did have your $20 but now we don't. The one of the priest chasing the boy was probably in bad taste. I'm not sure why we did that one. (laughs) (laughs) We may be replacing that one sometime soon. Just tell him to pray and take to Advil and his bum will feel better. (laughs) (laughs) His bum will feel better. Uh, He went on to say, how much progress has been made in this area in so many parts of the world? Um, How much has been done in the first years of the third millennium to raise people out of extreme poverty? I know that you share my conviction that much more still needs to be done. And that in times of crisis and economic hardship, a spirit of global solidarity solidarity must not be lost. At the same time, I would encourage you to keep in mind all those people around us who are trapped in the cycle of poverty. They, too, need to be given hope. A fight against poverty and hunger must be fought constantly and on many fronts, especially in its causes. I know that many Americans today, as in the past, are working to deal with this problem. Um, and that, that one I didn't find... T- a ton of problems with, I mean, other than the fact that the Vatican's hoarding millions and millions yeah. and could cure all of this in one go, but I have a problem with it because they're, he's ascribing, he's, he's, he's giving the credit to religion that belongs elsewhere. Well, okay, fair enough. I mean, he, he's talking about all of these great things that have happened. None of them have happened based solely on religion. I mean, none of these happened because somebody just sat in their fucking room and prayed and God made it happen. Yeah. They, yeah. people went I, out and did these I things. I don't think he actually said that, but. I mean, but no, but I, based on what he stands for, yeah. I well, agree. yeah, but I, I mean, agree. but he's but he's saying these great things have happened, but it's not because of religion that these great things have happened necessarily. It's because people got involved and people went out and did the work to make them happen. Yeah, of course, they didn't just pray that their invisible sky daddy would come and fix their problems for them. They went out and fixed and found solutions and implemented them. Yeah, well, but God motivated them. But and God, it, God never <laughs> gave you know. God didn't deliver a fucking playbook. Or notes or cliff or, you know, a cliff notes version of what they need to fucking do. He didn't give them the blueprints for the youth community center that they decided to build or how to make money to give to these, to these poor, unfortunate souls who are starving right. in Africa. You know, it's God didn't do any of that. These people went out and did the fucking work themselves. Poor, yeah. unfortunate souls. <laughs> but religion sure does love to prey on the impoverished and poor. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's its main demographic. Yeah, that's their target. Uh, He wanted to say, I will end my visit to your country in Philadelphia, where I will take part in the World Meeting of Families, which just sounds too much like the World Congress of Families. Yeah. Uh Um, It's my wish that throughout my visit, the family should be a recurrent theme. How essential the family has been to to the building of this country, and how worthy it remains of our support and encouragement. Yet I cannot hide my concern for the family, which is threatened, perhaps as never before, from within and without. Says the man who's never fucking had a family. Yeah. Fundamental relationships. And the guy who worships the guy who never had a family. Some screeching 
80-year-old virgin telling everybody else that he's concerned about something he's never had. Yeah, who worships a homeless socialist Jew virgin, <laughs> presumably, at least wifeless. Uh, he says, fundamental relationships are being called into question, as is the very basis of marriage and the family. I can only reiterate the importance and, above all, the richness and the beauty of family life. So if he's all about families, let everybody enjoy in yeah, their wh- family. Wh- what the fuck are you doing with abstinence? Not only abstinence, but n- disallowing the gay community from yeah, right. having the benefits of a family and, well, and adopting children. Because and- that's not family. That's but that's why I'm saying those are counterfeit know. families. Yeah, so this is what I'm saying like can we just can can we just have all the atheists stop saying that this guy is fucking different, that this guy's fucking liberal. You know, he's changed absolutely nothing. That would be nice. Well, I don't think he's a, allowed to really change anything even though he is at the top of their, you know. He's the vicar of Christ. He's the, he is the vicar of Christ, but he's got a lot of people that go Whoa, hold on, buddy. <laughs> hold the fuck on. I'm at a fucking pope. Huh? Retract that shit. Well, but, you know, even still, he hasn't come out publicly and said, here's what I want to do. They're not letting me do it, so I'm going to step down because this is bullshit. Yeah. He still no. hasn't done that. He's still he's still accepting the position. Because, well, there, there are things he could do. I, I, I will say he is not as bad as a bling pope in context. I think he's but worse. I think he's worse. Why do you think he's worse? I think he's worse because because he he's out there saying all the stuff that sounds right but not actually doing anything different. So he's 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 grabbing up all this support from people who normally wouldn't pay him any attention and still not doing anything different. I mean, as far as policies are concerned and you know, um Official doctrines and stuff like that. He's exactly the same as Joey Rats. Yeah, but, but the difference is he's 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 increasing the support for the fucking bullshit organization of the Catholic Church by lying outright Rats and putting a good face on it. The that Joey why Rats never I did. say that Bling Pope was a worser pope because he was the guy who was in charge of fucking moving the priests around. This guy is still doing that. He's still doing that. Well, he's, he's, he's not turned anybody. He knows no, who did it. They have yeah, records of all yeah. of these priests who've done it. They haven't fucking turned over any of those records to the authorities. Yeah, he keeps all the photos above his fucking bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he hasn't turned over any of this information to the authorities to right. have these, to have these priests brought up on charges. Yeah. And, He's he's actively making more people come back to the church because they think they think that reformation is just over the hill. Yep. You know that that he's bringing real sweeping changes to the church. Tell me what has changed. Tell me what has changed in the Catholic Church from the three previous popes. Well, nothing. Not a goddamn thing. Nothing right? will change Ex- except except that he's increasing global support for the fucking bullshit organization that it is. Yeah, that's why he's worse. Well, not in the U.S. So, have I heard, though. The millennials are taking over and being less religious. I almost went Godwin again, and I'm uh, not going to do it. <laughs> no, but was a very charismatic the, uh, leader. Wasn't that what the latest well, uh, yes. polls are showing, though, is that uh, among millennials, they're coming up of age? Yeah, yeah, it is showing that. But, I mean, I, people, well, yeah. people got so sick of seeing the true face of Catholicism with with joey rats that there was a huge decline in church activity and and uh catholic catholic membership and 
uh, Pope Fran Tarkenton's bringing him right back. He's bringing him right back without changing anything except the words he's using. Yeah. Well, PJP two is the one who, you know, was, was had the most tenure while the whole scandal with, with the touchy, yeah. touchy, mm-hmm. yep. feeling boys in their naughty bits thing was going on and moving and shuffling priests around. And then Joey Rats came in and was all about the bling and. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, and and creepy smiles. Yeah, and then he then he then he stepped down. Pumpatine. and they bring in Pope Fluffy. It's yeah. like right the contrast. Yeah, th- there was there was a documentary I'd seen about Pope Bling that I need to find because it was really good. Yeah, but it wasn't all just about his previous work and hiding his people. ruby slippers. No, it had a lot to do with the homosexuality that goes on inside the papacy. <laughs> Yeah, they. Oh, yeah, I think I've heard something about that where they have like people that in the in Vatican City. There's, oh, yeah, there's, there's like organized little cardinal and bishop and priest parties with. Well, the the, the big thing they're showing and there's people that have worked at these clubs. They're like, yeah, I frequent these clubs. I'm a gay man. I go to these gay clubs because it's not unheard of to see them there on a Saturday night having a bunch of these clergymen come in there. Yeah, just to have sex with us. It's what God would want them to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. So here's a follow-up to that story um, after he left the U.S. Um, and after his mild scolding of the House GOP members, um, Popey Pants Francis shot back uh, with support <laughs> for feelings over law's bigotry. Francis said today that government, of- government officials have a human right to refuse to discharge a duty such as issuing marriage licenses to homosexuals if they feel it violates their conscience. No, 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 no. They have a right to feel that way. They have every right to feel that way. They have every right to to not do it. They don't have the right to keep their fucking job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and this is yep, and this is where it pisses me off. Like, you know, you 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 can have all the rights you think you have to fucking speak over all your sheeple, but you don't have the right to fucking make, to supersede laws of a foreign country. Who the fuck do you think yeah. you are? Like, I have no right to say the I will not perform Christ, CPR on, on a Jew. Who he thinks he is? Yeah. I can't do that. I'd be an anti-Semite if I said I will not perform CPR on a Jew. Yes. <laughs> Speaking Christ to re- killers! <laughs> <laughs> Speaking to reporters <laughs> as he returned home from a 10-day trip to the United States and Cuba, Francis also repeated his condemnation of priests who had sexually abused children, saying the victims had been crushed by evil. But what the fuck have you done about it? I didn't know one of the preacher's names was evil. Yeah, they'd all been crushed by evil. Yeah, literally, like there was there was just one guy named Evil. Evil, He was crushing crushing little boys. boys. (laughs) Yeah. I'd do today evil. Dude, I totally crushed it. Right. But see, this is what, this Got is what five. I think is worse. Like he's, he talks in this way. Yeah. He's admitting it's evil because he knows that's what we want to hear. Well, and then but I, he's done absolutely nothing to get them out of the papal see. And then I saw another article where he, where he mentioned how brave these bishops and cardinals yeah. and priests were yeah. Yeah. for, for, you know, keeping a brave face and defending the church in, in the, in light of all of these allegations. How brave these yeah, people are. Yeah. Um, it's not brave. Although the Argentine-born pontiff money. delved into some of the United States' thorniest political debates during his last visit. I don't think he did. Uh, he never specifically referred to a controversy over same-sex marriages within the church, which the church firmly opposes. No, he waited until he got on a plane to do that. 
on the flight back to Rome, he was asked if he supported individuals, including government officials, who refused to abide by some laws, such as issuing marriage licenses to gays. He said, quote, conscientious objection must enter into every jurid- juridical – I don't know why that was so hard – juridical – That's what the little boy said. Yeah. – structure <laughs> – because it is right. Because it is a right. No, it fucking isn't a right. Mm. If conscientious you are a conscientious right. objector in the, for the military, you just you, you don't really get in the military. Yeah, you you, yeah. you don't go. Yeah. Uh, he went on to say that I can't have in mind all cases that can exist about conscientious objection, but yes, I can say that conscientious objection is a right. That is a part of every human right. Sure. You have the right to be a conscientious yep. objector. You don't have the right to still keep your fucking job. Yeah. I'm going to conscientiously object to every fucking speeding ticket. I'm going to conscientiously right. object to having to monitor databases. Yeah. I'm going to conscientiously object to paying for shit. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. all free. Yeah. And they're going to they're gonna object, object to your uh, continued freedom. What? <laughs> they can't object to my objection of money and freedom. <laughs> but they have the force of law, and the man will come with guns and put yeah. you in jail for not paying your taxes. But yeah, my but conscientious objection. Yeah, the Pope is saying that should law. supersede it. Yeah, that, that's what the Pope is saying. Yeah. He's super uh, libertarian. Yeah. It goes on to say that, and if someone does not do- allow others to be conscientious objectors, he denies a right, which is exactly backward. Yeah, it's it's, it's absolutely exactly backward. backward. And and nobody is saying they don't have the right to believe that. You no. have every right to believe yeah. that. You just don't have the right to force that belief on other people. But when you're in a you know position of power, you do not have the right to deny someone else a right. Right. Yes. <laughs> um Francis said that conscientious objection had to be respected in legal structures. Otherwise, we would end up in a situation where we select we select what is right, saying the right has merit, this right does not. We do select what is yeah, right yeah. all the fucking time. Yeah. He selects what is yep. right. Yeah, yeah. Hmm? Uh, in an hour long uh, freewheeling talk that has become the trademark of his papacy, the Pope returned to the problem of priestly abuse on Sunday. He met five victims of sexual abuse and in, uh, issued scared his, the his fuck most out of them. Yeah, comprehensive <laughs> condemnation of the crime. Ooh, he wagged his finger at him. Uh, we'll bring these people to. Ju- oh wait, no, never mind. I'll no. I'll try to make sure they don't touch you again. <laughs> but Freddy's next. I've moved them somewhere else. Hopefully they won't touch the kids there. Yeah. If you get a friend request um, on Facebook, don't accept it. <laughs> <laughs> he said that sexual abuse was not confined to the church, but it was worse when committed by men of religion. We know abuses are everywhere, in families, in the neighborhoods, in the schools, in the gyms. But when a priest abuses, it is very grave because the vocation of the priest is to make that boy or that girl grow towards the love of God, toward maturity. But instead, the victim is crushed by evil that is nearly a sacrilege. Nearly, nearly a sacrilege because nearly. the priest has betrayed his vocation, the calling of the Lord. Fuck this guy. Yeah, raping kids is almost as bad. Almost as, a sacrilege. Almost as bad as supporting gay marriage. It's almost as bad as getting an abortion. Yep. It's almost yep. as bad. Yeah, it's almost as bad yeah. as gay marriage. It's yeah, almost it's as equality. bad as getting yep. an abortion. It's almost as bad as using a fucking condom. Right. Right. Fuck you, buddy. God yeah. damn it. 
The Pope has been fiercely criticized by abuse victims uh, after he initially addressed the scandal, but did not utter the word sexual abuse and praised American bishops for their handling of the crisis, as Dan was saying earlier. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's a fucking asshole. And everyone, every, everyone listening to the show needs to shut the fuck up if you're on, if you support this guy. He's not a liberal pope. No. He's not any different. He's not any different from anybody else. He's not changing anything. He still believes and thinks the same things. He oh, just yeah. says it in a way that makes him the biggest fucking coward of all. And if, he- and if Fox News thinks he's a liberal pope, he can't be. <laughs> they do nothing but lie. Right. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Fuck him so much. Mm. It makes me so mad. I, I get in arguments with people all the fucking time. Why are you being so hard on this guy? I think he's a good guy. He's doing a lot, he's doing a lot of change. Really? Like what? what Name he, one what fucking thing. Tell me what he has done to change Name anything in the church. Name one fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, tell me one thing he's done to make the church better, to cha- to change it for the better. He says pretty things. He's not as mean, and he doesn't spend as much money on shoes. Well. Fuck you. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, he he kissed a boily kid once, but, I mean, that doesn't make him a good dude. I get out some of that horniness one way or another. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't kiss boils, (laughs) so I I, I couldn't do it. You're a terrible person, Ryan. I I could give him a hug. I I got no problem with that, but laying my lips on someone's forehead boils is not in my, like... Plan of the day. What if you suck too hard and got a mouthful? I know. What if it popped? <laughs> what if you? What if you laid your lips right on that boil and it popped in your face? Now you got boiled ah. juice all in your mouth. Oh man, zit jism. <laughs> <laughs> then you find out that that kid had AIDS. AIDS, 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 AIDS. <laughs> because you didn't let his parents use condoms. Exactly. Or the the preacher that. Crushed him had AIDS. <laughs> crushed him. <laughs> evil. Darn it, evil. You crushed this kid again. Shit. With Boehner's resignation, oh! the GOP has finally created a job. <laughs> <laughs> did you come up with that joke on your own? No, I did not. Uh, I like it. Yeah, it was good. Uh, John Boehner, the uh, Ohio Republican who steered his party to an overwhelming House majority in 2010, said in a news conference Friday afternoon he had decided only that morning to announce his plans to resign from Congress. He said, quote, last night I started thinking about this, and this morning I woke up and I said my prayers, as I always do, and I decided today's the day I'm going to do this. As simple as that, Boehner said during an emotional Capitol Hill press conference, a day after he had a moving encounter with Pope Francis. Yeah, he fucking balls. So he's, he's basically given this as much thought as he has any other fucking policy he's ever, de- he's ever decided yep. on. Yep. He'll step down as speaker and leave Congress at the end of October. Boehner, who, to, who turns 65 in November, said Friday that he had planned to step down at the end of the year, but turmoil within his caucus prompted him to resign earlier than planned. Look at my caucus. I, it I has so much turmoil, turmoil in it. <laughs> I, I just really think he was having some alphabet soup for breakfast, and it said quit in the alphabet soup. <laughs> my caucus has so much turmoil, it's so swollen. <laughs> the turmoily caucus. He says, quote, I got plenty of people following me, but this turmoil that's been churning now for a couple of months it's not it's not good for, you're going to have to bear with me because John Boehner is not the most eloquent speaker so they're quoting him here and his his grammar is not very good. He tries to be all witty and make little one-liners. Yeah. Did uh, you hear him when he came out? He's whistling zippity doo dah. Like dude, first 
That's probably not the greatest thing as right. a Republican yeah. that you could ever right. be singing or whistling right. for the party who's being accused of racism, singing a song that is tied to a racist movie. Yeah, for sure. You come out whistling and singing zippity doo dah. Right. Okay, that's <laughs> that's that's probably a bad idea, especially especially while. F- sporting that Oompa Loompa tan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I hadn't heard anybody mention that. That just occurred to me while I was, while I was going to say, did you see him coming out singing zippity doo dah? I was like, wait, that was a really fucking racist thing to do because like Disney won't even release that movie. Song of the South, you can't get it anywhere. Yeah. You have to get like black market copies of Song of the South because huh. it's viewed as a very racist film. Yeah. And John Boehner comes skipping out singing it. Yeah. Uh, his abrupt decision comes amid heavy pressure from conservatives for Boehner to take a harder line on their causes, most recently over defunding Planned Parenthood as part of a package that would keep the government open. Excuse me. Boehner said that he didn't want to put his fellow members through another vote to challenge his leadership. Yeah, put his members through that. But I thought he's st- sticking with it through the vote. Nope. Uh, Boehner, oh, yeah. Boehner, who has presided over the House since 2011, explained during a closed-door meeting to, to Republicans Friday morning that he had only planned to serve two terms as Speaker, but decided to hold onto his post after then-House Majority Leader Eric Cantor lost his seat during primary last year. Boehner also told the lawmakers that Pope Francis's visit to Congress the day before was crystallizing moment, according to the lawmaker. Boehner then read the prayer of St. Francis to the conference after announcing his decision again, again violating the First Amendment. Um, So why now? Boehner said that the main driver behind his resignation was concern for his conference. He also recalled emotionally when he had, when he and the Pope found themselves alone during the visit Thursday. Oh, he got raped. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Something Boehner, a devout Catholic, the Pope had and I sought were stuck in a room alone <laughs> for a while. It was. I'm sorry. I can just now talk about this. I took my two aspirin and it still hurts. <laughs> the rest of the sentence is actually pretty hilarious. Without thinking about that, I'll reread it. <laughs> he also recalled emotionally when he. And the Pope found themselves alone during the visit Thursday. Something Boehner, a devout Catholic, had sought since taking the helm of the House GOP caucus. He's only wanted to be alone with the popiness. The Pope puts his arm around me and kind of pulls me to him and says, please pray for me. Who am I to pray for the Pope? But I did, Boehner said, struggling to hold back tears, as fucking always. But who the fuck are you to lead the Congress, dude? A prayer is a prayer. Weird fucking priorities, bro. It, and it seems like he's kind of making an idol of the Pope, which yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure is against it's, what the Pope yeah. would tell him he should be doing. That's one of the ten. Or his, or his invisible sky daddy. Boehner also drew on the Pope's words during his... Uh, during his address to Congress on Thursday and said that he hoped we will all heed his call to live by the golden rule. He also stressed the importance for leaders to find common ground and get things done. You fucking hypocritical asshole. That's exactly what they (laughs) don't do. This has been, uh, uh, he said that he will not partake in the vote to choose his successor but said his deputy house majority leader, Kevin McCarthy would make an excellent speaker. So you're going to unofficially participate. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck you. Uh, Apparently Obama called him and talked to him about some stuff. 
Um, uh, John, I think you're doing a good job. <laughs> I'm going to miss you. Yeah, he, he did pretty much just kind of say nice things about him. Um, anyway, yeah, this goes on and on. I, I got a bunch of pages here about different reactions. Uh, I'm actually just going to skip to the reactions of current GOP presidential candidates. Uh, who were all total fucking dicks about it. Yep. Yep. Yesterday, John Boehner was Speaker of the House, Senator Ted Cruz said at the Values Voter Summit Friday. Y'all come to town and somehow that changes. My only cre- my only request is, can you come more often? I picture him doing a, a bush head bob as he said that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. And I just think really perverted things when he says, can you come more often? <laughs> uh, former President, or no, sorry, former Pennsylvania Senator Rick Santorum uh, another GOP presidential candidate told attendees at the summit that it was time for Boehner to step down, claiming that Boehner had changed a bit during his time in Washington. He's gotten a little bit more compassionate. We just can't have that. Yeah. It's probably time for him to have stepped down to start a new chapter here in Washington, D.C., the Dominionism chapter. Yeah. Exactly. Senator Rand Paul echoed that message during a campaign stop in New Hampshire, saying, Boehner's resignation might be a step in the right direction. Paul criticized Republican leadership for failing to fight Democrats on funding for Planned Parenthood and said it's not just conservatives in Congress that are frustrated. What happened to this whole find common ground? (laughs) I think all incumbents are going to be facing a threat if we don't stand up to if we don't stand up and do what the American people want. And that is and and that is that we have to control spending. We have to assert ourselves and show that we're in charge of spending. Paul also joked about running for a speakership, referencing the one vote he got back in January when conservatives challenged Boehner. Republican presidential candidate Jeb Bush praised Boehner on a, in a tweet on Friday morning. John Boehner dedicated his life to public, public service. Bringing the Holy Father to Congress was a fitting cap to a great career, said Bush. The one guy who wasn't a dick about it. Yeah, but still illegal about it. Supporting the uh, public funding of yeah the pontiff bringing the pontiff there yeah yeah I've yeah the whole the whole Planned Parenthood thing yeah, is fucking do. like I hear everybody saying well Democrats are in charge right now so it's their fault the government's shutting down again it's like well if Republicans didn't try to put in some bullshit there wouldn't be much fucking fighting about it yeah yeah well so you said that you have this story also man. Yeah. In, in related pontiff news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to do that one next? Sure. All right. Fucking thieves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure funny, that's not dude. how the whole holy water thing works. No. And uh, I you, think you he has AIDS, water. too. The Pope. <laughs> Tonight, everyone's got AIDS. <laughs> reminds me of the Mormon musical. <laughs> well, got, no, it's... They've got oh, a song yeah. where everybody has AIDS. What? That's That's Team America. Oh, they do that in Team yeah, America? Yeah, Team America. Oh, yeah. That, that's how Team America that. opens up, is they have that like Broadway play. Everyone has AIDS. AIDS, 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 AIDS. AIDs, AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> it's made by the same guys. Yeah. But I mean, that's that's where I thought of it. I'm like, everybody's got AIDS. Oh, what, would yep. he, what would he have done if the Pope had stuck his dick in this water? He probably stuck his dick in it, too. Same thing. And who, why is he holding that glass it. so weird? He is. Okay. <laughs> Holy H2 OMG news, uh, the heavens may, may know that Pope Francis on Thursday addressed, uh, addressed a joint meeting of Congress 
a glass of water by his side, but it was not as widely known that U.S. Representative Bob Brady, Democrat in Philadelphia, was keeping an eye on that glass of water. The Pope sipped from the glass at least three times during his speech, Brady told the Daily News on Thursday night, and as the Holy Father left the chamber, and as many... And as many a legislator tried to make contact with him, the congressman calmly headed to the lectern and delicately picked up Papa Francisco's glass, holding it by two fingers, one at the bottom of the glass and one at the rim. I think the reason why he's doing that is he does the whole fingerprint thing. Well, yeah, he doesn't want to give fingerprints on that. That's why he's holding it so yeah. weird. Did he also cut out all of the footprints that the Pope left in the fucking carpet right. as he walked there? No, yeah, but I, I guarantee know. he went to the urinal and licked that, too. Go up and rub his palms against the podium where the Pope had touched it. Oh, that's some good Pope right there. Mmm, mm, so popey. I'm so betting he went into the bathroom and started that glass and masturbated. <laughs> and you know, it had to. This guy's a Democrat. Fitting that a Democrat yeah. would steal the Pope's glass of water. All right. Yeah, of course. Let's distribute that water. They, they want to steal everything from the churches anyway. <sighs> Brady then walked back to his office carrying the glass of water and a. Uh, and being accompanied by his wife, Deborah, and two staffers. It may be significant to note here that Brady had pulled the same stunt at President Obama's first inauguration. Mm -hmm. Once he was safely in his office, Brady told the people... I can steal his power. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Once he was safely in his office, Uh, Brady told the people paper... People paper? Yeah, the people paper? The people paper. That's what it's called. To the people, the people, the people, people, people <laughs> everywhere. Purple people I took later? a sip out of it. So did, <laughs> so did Deborah and the two staffers. Who snapped pictures to commemorate the event. How many people do you know that drank out of the same glass as the Pope? Brady asked. In a terribly written sentence. Well, probably a lot of people at the Vatican. Yeah. Brady also spread the holy water joy to other legislature, legislators. He called U.S. Senator Bob Casey, another Philadelphia or another Pennsylvania guy. Hey, Bob, this is Bob. I got <laughs> hey, the Bob, Pope's water. Come water. over here and try some of this yeah. shit. It's fucking delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes more like vodka than water, though. <laughs> All three of them dipped their fingers into the glass. Pictures were taken and joy was in the air. Brady said. They all dipped their fingers into yep. it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then drank out of it. Yep. Yeah. Brady's- I washed my hands last time, I swear. Yeah, I'm, I, I swear. I'm, uh, he also said that he poured the rest of the water into a bottle, and that will, they will use it to bless his four grandchildren, who range in age from 7 to 18, and his one-year-old great-granddaughter. This is so fucking silly. <laughs> fucking weird. It is. D- d- these are grown-up people in major leadership positions. <laughs> And yeah, it's not this even guy, this guy works in fucking Congress. Yeah, yeah for f- over yeah. Fi- over fucking Philadelphia. That's a major city. <laughs> I, I think honestly, like beyond the whole treating it as holy water, this guy's just got a cup fetish. <laughs> I don't know. He likes to steal cups from famous people. Yeah, it's it's just weird. It is. It's weird. it's like he it's like he's some kind of supervillain and, and like yeah. he like does I said, he's, look. Those bags and his eyes. Some of his superpowers this way. <laughs> Someone should totally make that into a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the glass, you may ask? Brady's keeping it in a brown paper bag. After the papal visit, he'll give it to the Philadelphia police to dust it for pring- fingerprints to prove its authenticity. Yeah, Philadelphia's got the Pope's prints on file. 
Doesn't everybody? Yeah. Uh, well, not they only pull them off, little kids. <laughs> yeah, but right off their penises. <laughs> their response to him that was, was "Well, we're pretty busy right now." Yeah. Yeah. How many? How many fucking tax dollars can you waste, you asshole? Jesus Christ! Fucking grow up, dude. Yeah, it's just weird. It's, it's just fucking bizarre, man. Like, there's it's some so weird fetishes weird. out there, but yeah, this is weird in a a weird way. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's weird in a weird way for sure. He's trying to figure out like how to get his tongue, balls, and feet in it all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. mm, I just can't do it. <sighs> why? Why does he think that the water's magic now? Because you know? it was touched because he believes in magic. Yeah. Guy. I wonder what he did with Obama's water. Did he go like right into the bathroom and dump it out, or do you like <laughs> keep it for some weird ritual? This will make my dick bigger, right? That's how this works. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna yeah. understand the struggle. I don't. I don't. I mean, maybe it is just like a celebrity thing, but that. I mean, the whole wanting to use the water to baptize his children goes way beyond crazy. It's uh, the whole. And it's not even holy water. Cra- no, that's not, not how this. That's not how uh, this works. No. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in order to be holy water, the fucking. Pope literally has to fucking pray over it. I don't think he not even the Pope. It can just be a regular yeah. priest. Somebody has to just bless the fucking water. But he wants to be blessed by the Pope. Well, but it wasn't. I mean, I the mean, dude just the Pope didn't even bless it. He just drank out of it. That's that's like having a super good like baseball card. It's like <laughs> oh, it's just Friar Tuck blessed yours. Pope blessed mine. It's just fucking weird. Yeah, it is. Uh, so we got a bunch of exciting things coming up in the near future. Oh yes. Um, we will have Greg Hawkins back on the show with us sometime soon. Trying to decide if I want to have him here for the Democratic debate or the Republican debate or maybe both. I don't I, know. I know I'm at work for one of them. I think you're at work for the Democratic. I think what? I am at, I think it's a Wednesday. You might be at work for both of them. I'm not sure. I know one is on a Tuesday and I don't really feel like doing a six hour long marathon. Then. Oh my God. That will never happen uh. again. That. <laughs> Well, the one thing that I'm very thankful to the GOP for is that they've said they're not going to do two different debates anymore. Good. They're not going to make them three fucking hours long either. So, I mean, that's just it was fucking, fucking ridiculous. Insane. Uh, also, Nick Fish, the national director for American Atheists, will be in town next month, and we'll be doing a meet and greet with Atheists of Utah, and we'll probably stop by the show and say howdy and. Spend a little bit of time with us while he's in town. Yay. Uh, listener Taylor Michael Grin, who helped start the Drift group in southern Utah's uh, Dixie Reason Inquiry and Free Thought, will join us for a show sometime here in the near future. I need to get on the ball and schedule these things with these guys. Yeah. I will be on the Raw Men podcast on Thursday. I'll provide more details about that as, as the date grows nearer and... And or we complete the show, and I can post a link to it. Yay! I was supposed to do that yesterday. Oh, uh, Mark, slacking. Mark just Mark just contacted me out of the blue as I was playing Xbox and <laughs> <laughs> asked what I was. This was yesterday. Uh, asked what I was doing later in the evening, and I said, "Oh, nothing much," because I didn't check with the boss. And he's like, "You want to be on the show tonight?" And I said, "Sure, that'd be great." And Tracy came down, and I'm like, "Uh." 
I want to do a podcast tonight. And she's like, no, you're not. We have tickets to go to see a fucking play, dumbass. <laughs> so, but I'm playing Xbox. So I had to respond back to, to Lalandra, Aaron, and Mark and say, um, I'm really sorry, but I forgot to check with the boss first. And she says <laughs> that I can't play tonight. So, <laughs> so, so we'll be recording that on oh, Thursday night. I so envy you guys, man. <laughs> Um, Christopher re- or Exifer was talking about that permission thing last time he was on too, and I'm just like, God. well, it was I, just I, I don't have to get permission for anything. I don't have to get permission. I just I forgot to ask if I had any other plan. Like I don't fucking know what I'm yeah, doing, Dean. And yeah. she keeps track of all that stuff. Thankfully, well, I, because I'm that way too. Then yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't have scheduling. I mean, like she she just she keeps track of all of that. Like. I ask her, what am I doing today? (laughs) 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 Nothing. You can play Xbox all day. Have fun. Great. Yeah. Nice. Um, Oh, I might be in a commercial on Thursday for Lagoon. Nice. Hmm. They need the guys with long beards. Oh, really? (laughs) To ride the cannibal over and over and over again for while they're filming this commercial, apparently. Okay. Hmm. That may or may not happen. I think it's happening, uh, but I haven't received final confirmation on that. Interesting. Um, we've got the World Congress of Families right around the corner in October. I think it's October 26th. Something like or that. Or 29th. It might be. It's the last full week in October. Yeah, it's, yeah. and it's on that Thursday when the protest is going to be going on. Yeah, that'll that'll be a lot of fun. They're still finalizing plans for all of that. Uh, Atheist of Utah will be volunteering at the Utah Food Bank on October 3rd. Uh, you can find more information about that on their Facebook page. Information. Uh, they will also be doing a Light the Night Walk on October 10th. This will be the third or fourth annual participation of the Atheists of Utah okay. in this event. It's really good. It, it helps support the Leukemia and Lymphoma mm-hmm. Society, um, which is awesome. We, we lost, uh, a really cool member to uh, leukemia and lymphoma last year, and so this is this is a great way to help out with mm-hmm. with that effort. And we've got the Democratic primary debate coming up October thirteenth, and then I, then I think the Republican one is two weeks after that. Okay, mm-hmm. so lots of really fun and exciting things happening. Oh yeah. So. I just figured I'd shit. I figured I'd talk about those when Matt was going pee. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Shwat? Shwat? Shwat are you saying? I know I've only been gone for two weeks, but do we no longer announce Matt's pee breaks? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes we do. <laughs> we should just get you fitted with a catheter. Yeah. No. 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 I'd rather get up. No. <laughs> Have you seen those fucking uh what are they called? Like stadium buddies or something like that? <laughs> Where it's like you you can fit yourself with a catheter and a bag. God, and just to while you go to a while you go to a game and it, just it better be a big bag because if you're drinking a lot, there's a <laughs> lot dude, of piss. That's a, yeah. You just said the same word twice. <laughs> a big bag. A big bag. <laughs> it better be a big bag. Big bag. <laughs> hey, every once in a while, my Wisconsin comes out. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while. <laughs> I like your Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. It makes me giggle. Um, I wanted to talk about this baking soda cures cancer bullshit mm-hmm. that I saw. Uh, regular listeners may may remember having Forrest that we had Forrest Shaw on the show with us uh, for the Republican debate fucking marathon. Um, that 
almost killed all of us. I think, <laughs> dude, you should have seen Matt. He was sitting, he was sitting over there. Just he finally just leaned back and like pulled the microphone over toward his mouth. Yeah, Chris that, was that, fucking that, nodding off. Chris was sleeping. Yeah, that was that was at about five and a half hours when I yeah. did that. <laughs> Chris was nodding off. I'm I'm like shaking my head every now and then like oh fucking <laughs> well maintain keep it together when i had texted you that night that was right when i got back to my hotel i texted hey how's the show going mm-hmm. like oh we're a half hour into the next one I'm like oh it's still on tape i'm like no they pre-recorded it yeah. i'm like oh it's been over for like a while didn't, there, didn't i say something like so fucking <laughs> long <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh so we had we had forrest on the show with us uh forrest ran through the whole first debate with us and a large portion of the second debate and had to leave because he got really tired. Part of the reason that he was tired or the, the biggest reason that he's tired is because, uh, Forrest has prostate cancer. Um, stage four, uh, terminal. And, you know, so we're just trying to enjoy every minute that we can with him while he's still around, but he got really tired and had to leave. And, uh, one of his friends had posted a link to an article on his timeline yesterday. It was like, hey, you should check this out. It may help. And then Forrest tagged me in it and said, hey, Dan, what do you think of this? So I went out and read this article and immediately became fucking enraged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tracy yeah. and I, Tracy and I had gone out to breakfast. We're, we're sitting waiting for a table at the original pancake house. And I, you know, I, I see this notification on Facebook and I go and read this article and start reading through it get about halfway and they called us over to our table sit down i finished reading through it and i just told tracy across the table i'm like i want to fucking murder somebody right now like this is <laughs> yeah. such bullshit yep uh so this article is posted on get holistic health.com it's authority bullshit yep yeah which should give you which should give you a little bit of a fucking clue about where this is coming from yeah. and that it may be bullshit right yeah look look at look at Stay informed. Getting breaking news alerts on GMOs. Go up a little bit. Fluoride, superfoods, natural cures, and many more. Okay? (laughs) Vet your fucking sources, atheists. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Or liberals, I should say. This is mainly a liberal problem. Yeah, it is, definitely. Fucking be skeptical. Uh, the, The article says, even the most aggressive cancers which have metastasized have been reversed with baking soda cancer treatments. Although chemotherapy is toxic to all cells... It represents the only measure that oncologists employ in their practice to almost all cancer patients. Bullshit. Yeah, that's not true. That's the only measure oncologists give their fucking patients. To almost all cancer patients. Oh, my God. There's Right off the bat. It's fucking bullshit. It continues. In fact, 9 out of 10 cancer patients agree to chemotherapy first without investigating other less invasive options, which they should fucking do. If it's what their doctor recommends they do, they should fucking do it. This guy has spent the better part of a decade just learning how to do his craft. Yeah. And then how long fucking actually doing it, seeing people trying to help them. But if they had just taken baking soda, everything would have been fine. Yeah. yeah. Nobody should go to school for that long and try to help people that way when they can just eat fucking baking soda because it fixes all the problems. Take the if, baking if, soda, you can shoot it, you can snort it, you can ram it up your ass. If you, <laughs> if you have an ounce of skepticism, this should automatically send up some major just red flags. Just the tiniest because, bit of skepticism. Because, you know, I mean... <laughs> If this was actually a cure or, or, or at least at least a preventative measure, 
Doctors will tell you to do it. It would be, be on all a pill form. No, no, it doesn't even matter. None of that. Baking soda would not cost 50 cents a box. Yes. Okay? <laughs> it would be $500 a teaspoon. Yeah, some fucked up CO would get his hands on it and charge 800 bucks. I don't have that story, but fuck that guy. Uh, so the story continues, or the article continues, doctors and pharmaceutical companies make money from it. That's the only reason chemotherapy is still used. Yeah. And at yeah. this point... This wow. is where my blood began to actually boil in my veins, yeah, yeah. and I was seeing red everywhere I looked. I'm colorblind, and I was seeing red everywhere <laughs> I looked without my glasses on. I see red any time I look at you. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I was so fucking mad. That's the only yeah. reason chemotherapy the only is reason. still used. And that's highlighted, by the way. Yeah. The only reason chemotherapy is used. So <sighs> all the doctors and pharmaceutical companies are all involved in this massive conspiracy. Yes. yes. And it's only so that they can make money. Right. This this is damaging. It's harmful. Yes. This bullshit is harming people. Yep. It is encouraging people not to get the medical what, 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 procedures that they need yeah. to yeah. try to cure or or keep their cancer at bay longer to help them enjoy a longer life. Yeah. What 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 few things we have that can actually help to prolong the life they're going to forego for this bullshit because they read this fucking article on on getholistichealth.com. It continues. Jesus, I'm, I'm on like six par- six. I'm not even six sentences into it. Not because it's effective, decreases morbidity, mortality, or or diminishes any specific cancer rates. In fact, it does the opposite. Bullshit! Chemotherapy boosts cancer growth and long-term mortality rates, and oncologists know it. So then why do people get rid of their cancer by using chemotherapy? This, this takes such a dim view of humanity. Not only that the, that the doctors who have sworn to try to help their patients, how, how many oncologists do you think became oncologists because they were affected personally by a, by a family member or friend who got cancer of some sort and they thought, I want to try to make a difference. I want yeah. to fucking help people. And this story is shitting all over them and saying, no, they're only in it for the money and yeah. they're killing their patients. Yeah. Yep. I would like to find the person who wrote this and personally pummel them in the face. Yeah. Fight me! <laughs> turn, turn, them, turn them over to the Catholic priests. A few years ago, University of Arizona <laughs> Cancer Center member Dr. Mark Pagel received a $2 million grant from the National Institutes of Health to study the effectiveness of personalized baking soda cancer treatment for breast cancer. It sounds so fucking stupid already! <laughs> Obviously, there are people in the know who have understood that sodium <sighs> bicarbonate, that same stuff that can save a person's life in the emergency room in a heartbeat, is what? a primary cancer treatment option of the safest and most effective kind. Most effective kind. I do believe these are testable claims, Dan. Yes, I believe they are as well. Studies have shown that dietary measures to boost bicarbonate levels can increase the pH of acidic tumors without upsetting the pH of the blood and healthy tissues. Animal models of human breast wait, cancer wait, wait, show... Wait, 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 How How can... I mean, I, I will agree that... I will agree that baking soda will will mess with pH levels, but how does it af- how does it affect or increase the pH of acidic tumors without upsetting the pH of the blood or healthy tissues? And why the it, fuck it, does it say the tumors are acidic? They're not. 
<laughs> that that's the, just like I, does does this person think that cancer is this little prepack? It's it's a fucking fruit roll up or a, a hot <laughs> pocket of acid that's yeah. in your body somewhere. You what, got the what, you got the pickle juice bubbles. <laughs> what makes a cell cancerous or tumorous is that it 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 divides rapidly. Does this same person mm-hmm. stay away from all types of of citrus fruit? Right. Because they might get the cancer with yeah. the with the acidic tumors. Any and- vinegar? Don't go outside in the rain in the in the northeast. <laughs> uh, animal okay. models of human breast cancer show that oral wait, wait, wait. sodium bites. <laughs> Sorry, no, you're fine. Animal models of human breast. Oh, animal yeah. models of human breast cancer show the oral. Sodium animal models of human breast cancer. Yes, okay. mice. They just give mice breast cancer. Yeah. But how is that human breast cancer? Itty bitty titty cancer. <laughs> itty, yeah, itty bitty titty cancer. <laughs> okay. Correct. Show it's, that it's not show human. that oral bicarbonate, and they they try to make this sound so yeah, so scientific, sciencey. Yeah. Show that oral sodium bicarbonate does indeed make tumors more alkaline and inhibit metastasis. Based on these studies, plus the fact that baking soda is safe and well tolerated, <laughs> I use baking soda quite a bit. If, if I'm I don't like to use Tums because it has a lot of calcium mm. and is it, I overuse of Tums has given me kidney stones in the past. Okay. Way too much calcium forming kidney stones. Okay. Lots of pain ensues. Uh, so if, if my regular, because I have GERD, I have gastroesophageal reflux oh, disease. That, that hurts. And so I ordinarily I take a Meprazole. Oh, you know what's good for One that, day. dude? Huh? Lifesavers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lifesavers. Not really. <laughs> you could always try to swallow it's a sugar, balloon. Sugar, it's sugar's holistic. Bad. Oh yeah, I don't sugar's know. Fucking, I don't know. I can't. I can't even. I can't even do a Poe statement that's even good. <laughs> um, but I'll use baking soda sometimes yeah. as a as an well, antacid. It, yeah, because cause it is. Well, it's, sure, it's, it sure, neutralizes sure. acid. Yeah, it's it a base. Is, it is yeah. an antacid. Yeah. yeah, I burp like fuck though. Like, yeah. <laughs> put a, put a couple tablespoons of baking soda in some warm water. Yeah. Stir it up and drink it down, burping for a long fucking time. Huh. Uh, based on these studies, plus the fact that baking soda, we already said that, uh, is safe and well-tolerated, world-renowned doctors such as Dr. Julian Whitaker oh. have adopted successful Appeal cancer treatment authority. protocols as part of an overall nutritional and immune support program for patients who are dealing with this with the disease. What kind of doctor is Whitaker? I mean, I, it, this better not be another fucking dentist. <laughs> Dr. Julian Whitaker is a historian. Not <laughs> right. <laughs> is that Forrest Whitaker's <laughs> like fake name? The Whitaker <laughs> protocol uses 12 grams, two rounded teaspoons, oh, of baking soda mixed in two cups water along with a low-cal sweetener of your choice. It's quite oh. salty tasting. Yeah, it is. It's it's pretty salty. Mm-hmm. It's sodium bicarbonate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sip this mixture over the course of an hour or two and repeat for a total of three times a day. One man claims he has found a cure for cancer using baking soda and molasses. Ah, oh, oh, well, yeah, the molasses. Yeah, well, it helps. Because it slows the cancer growth. Right. Well, Once you I put just the figured, molasses in yeah. there, then yeah, of course. Well, it the molasses. It all, the slow as molasses. I mean, oh, yeah. it makes sense. Right. Right? But molasses right. is also sticky, so the molasses really sticks onto them cancer cells. Grabs the <laughs> cancer cells and won't let yeah. them go anywhere. I mean, what if you got a brain tumor? How does it get there? The so I don't, I'm fucking done. I'm not going to read this whole fucking thing because it's long and just it's so much bullshit. Yeah. But I mean, you could tell it was bullshit oh, within yeah. the first oh, yeah. couple yeah. fucking sentences, right? It's total bullshit. And 
So I, co- I, I was just in a rage and I commented on Forrest's wall and I, I tried to be as nice as possible yeah. to the woman who oh, posted it. Fine. And I said, you know, I'm sure she meant well when she posted this. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sure she cares about you, whatever. And, but this is, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Articles like this make me so fucking yeah. mad. And here's mm-hmm. why. And I, and I posted this long comment and she, and then Matt, I did, I did, then Matt I wasn't asked, in. but I did too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause well, I was you, like, but you were, this. you were very nice. You yeah. Didn't, yeah. You didn't, you, I don't think you used any curse words. No, I, I, didn't. I used fuck several I, times. I, in I, I rarely curse when I post on Facebook, on, yeah. on the internet. I like it. It gets your point across a little bit better. I, I, yeah. I, I probably, I curse on Facebook quite a bit. Yeah. I, it depends. It depends. Like if it's a post about Herbert, I'm like, fuck this, this guy. guy. <laughs> but so, and then she, she replied back and was all butthurt. Oh, was she? Yeah. I didn't see that. Well, yeah. Well, it was, it was funny too, because Tracy's like, fuck that lady. Who the fuck does she think yeah. she is? And she's posting this harmful bullshit and somebody else is going to read this and it's going to hurt them. And you know, what yeah. is she fucking stupid? And I said, <laughs> and you know, I had taken a quick glance at her Facebook profile and it was all more, many, more, many, more, more, yeah. Mormon. Oh, really? And essential oils. And so, you know, mm-hmm. that combined with posting this, I'm telling Tracy, I'm like, Oh, it's some old Mormon lady who, you know, is a friend of forest. And I'm, you know, she means well, but she's just ignorant about this. Yeah. Blah, blah. She's like, no, fuck that. That's bullshit she's she's arming people blah 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 and so tracy goes and looks at her profile and she's like she's not old she's fucking a year older than we are mm-hmm. and i'm like we're we're kind of old so <laughs> but in my mind i had it that she was like in her 50s or 60s and hmm. not that that's really old for any of our 15 60 year old yeah. listeners <laughs> but but it is like twice my age <laughs> yeah so so she got all about her i was gonna post another reply and i was like i i'm done i just yeah i'll, I'll let it go because so, it's fucking facebook yeah and, so i had to yeah. look it up real quick because i I'm, i used to I'm like i'm like ah wait how does chemotherapy actually fucking do its job i used to like remember it and i had to look it up real quick yeah and it's the fact that tell us all about it the chemotherapy goes in and actually it does affect surrounding cells but mm-hmm. not as much as it affects the cancer cells because a cancer cell divides rapidly so the chemotherapy goes in there, it breaks the cell down, and it does not allow it to basically to spread uh, as quickly. Yeah, to do a total mitosis thing and, and 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 grow and multiply. So it stops the multiplication process of that cell. Yes. So it doesn't really it doesn't get rid of it, but it stops it from spreading. Yes. And and this this woman used an appeal to emotion fallacy. She's like, you know, I've had Among I've others, had yeah. yeah, so yeah, so many others, mm-hmm. but that that really made Tracy upset when she saw the appeal to emotion because Tracy's like, how many, how many friends and family members have you lost to cancer? I'm like, uh, my grandfather died of lung cancer. My uncle died of prostate cancer. Uh, Tracy's mother-in-law died of brain cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Forrest has prostate mm-hmm, cancer. Mm-hmm. I've had skin cancer twice. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, gar- I guarantee we all know someone that yeah, died who, of cancer. Does any, does, yeah. do you know, do you know anybody who doesn't know somebody who's, uh, who I, hasn't lost somebody to cancer? My aunt died of cancer. My grandfather died of cancer. I had a friend in high school die of cancer. Yeah. Well, and that's mm-hmm. when Tracy brought up the whole fact of, you know, how many, how many doctors go into be, go into oncology because they've been personally affected sure, yeah, by this. Sure. And she's shitting on all of them yep. mm-hmm. saying that yep. they're just out for the money. Yep. Not only that, like, but fuck this lady. <laughs> but yeah, but cent- centuries of, of, uh, skeptical thinking and, and productivity. Yeah. And- Technology and all that, you know, all that kind of scientific stuff. studying and, and, that, and, that, and that fuck and, all of that because baking soda fixes everything. Yeah, yeah. And so, even though they don't say it outright, and they may not even think it, 
they're they're saying all of those people are also involved in this money making scheme. Yeah. No, I guarantee that that doctor to this giant conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. That doctor does make good money, but he also spent a lot of fucking money to get to where he's at. Well, and the ones the ones that are actually practicing are the few that are the few that actually uh, were capable of doing that job. Not all yeah. of them make it, you know. Right. Uh, so so there's a level of qualification there as well. That, well, that, and that they should be compensated. That's mm-hmm. just for their level of knowledge and and, and learning, right? right? And then you have people that that attain all of that, get into it, and they're like. I can't emotionally handle this. Yeah, yeah, right, right. The, the vast majority yeah. of my patients come to me, and of course. they're walking dead people. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can't, I can't handle that anymore. Right. I thought I could, and I can't. Right. And and what we're talking about here are, is this is not just general; these are specialists. Right. Yeah. You know, so there's an even increased amount of 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 schooling, knowledge, you know, memorization, understanding, the uh, ability to, to work out problems and have the composure and the, and the personality to be able to handle the, these issues as well. And right. these guys are, these are, these are guys and girls, guys, men and women that are dealing with death a lot. Oh yeah. And keeping up with all of the newest science and learning. Sure. And all sure. Yeah. So fuck you. Yeah. And especially for people like Forrest, which I don't think I guarantee he's not a special case where someone right. catches it extremely right. sure. late and it's like, Oh shit, sure. it's already fucking sure. Well, and, and, and because it was spread. posted to Forrest is, you know, directly yeah, at him yeah. is why I felt like I, you know, even, I even said that in the first part of my response. I'm like, I wasn't asked, but that's never stopped me from giving my opinion yeah. before. So, <laughs> you know, because I care about Forrest, you're, you know, fuck and you. I'm not, I'm not sure if he was considering this or not. He, he just asked for other opinions. Yeah. Cause I mean, at, yeah. at, at that, I mean, I don't know what it's like to be there. None of us know what it's like to be in his position, sure, but there can sure. be a certain point where you're like, okay, I'll try anything. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Well, of, of course. course. Yeah. And that was part of my post too, is that, you know, we all want, we, we all, all grasp as strong. Yeah. yeah. We in all the, uh, want yeah. that, that thing that's going to help the people we know and love, of course. And, and like I said, I'm sure she had nothing but the best of intentions sure. with this, but just give a half a second's thought to what you're reading mm-hmm. and posting mm-hmm. like it's it's not that hard to see through how much bullshit this is yeah mhm i think i think rather rather than work to abolish religion i would i would prefer that more people were skeptical yeah. because skepticism yeah. mm-hmm. will yeah. lead them out of religion yeah. eventually yep. right yeah i agree just learn to be better skeptics yeah that'll that'll make so many things better yeah Yep. So that was my little. We got any good news? My little ragey thing yesterday. <laughs> Not really. Oh, I we do have one little bit of good news. Of kinda. I bought a new car. That's good news. I love it. It's fun. Yeah. It's it awesome. is. It is a nice car. Everybody's probably seen it by now. Since yeah. well, not that your your car, but the 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 news about Mars. Yes. Oh yeah. They found little green people. Oh well, my god, it was amazing. Yeah, it was really weird. Brigham Young was right. I, well, I, except for I the want, sun bit. We haven't found people in the sun yet. I, so. I wouldn't go with the little green people one because we haven't found that yet. And I don't know if they're going to be green. What? Uh, no, I got this new. This was on Fox, right? Oh, you watched that channel. <laughs> is, it, is that bad? No. It, uh, yes. World News Daily? It's, it was uh, all the rage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you did you also watch or read before it was news? Breitbart is, is on is, is on the blaze. No. I, think, on, I think I saw something about this on InfoWars, too. Oh, right. right. InfoWars had the thing about the base on the dark side, I think. <laughs> right. <laughs> what, well, what, what did you hear? Well, I heard they, they uh, have now found evidence of flowing salt water on mm-hmm. Mars. Yes. Yeah. Not frozen liquid because we we, we well, know is, there's frozen 
Well, there is, but during the summertime, yeah, it flows like not well, not like the Mississippi. I was going to say that, but it's not necessarily. Well, it is kind of muddy. I think. Yes, it, it is quite well sooty. Sooty. It's a bit sooty. sooty. It's a bit sooty. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, how badass is that? That they have now found evidence of water actually Flowing. in water form, not yeah. in liquid like water, a solid yeah. liquid water on Mars. Mars and Mars. Now it's way too. I guarantee in order to be flowing on Mars, it's way too fucking salty for us to use. But if you use some you filter it out, well, I was gonna say use a salinization process to get the salt out of it, and bam, you got water to drink and plant shit with. We should we should be quiet about this. What? Because if the Republicans find out there's resources on Mars, <laughs> they'll fucking ruin that too. Well, hey, maybe they'll actually fund NASA. Yeah, maybe they'll start well, spending true, yeah. some money on the space exploration. <laughs> Which is, I, which is what I, I, I hate when people are like, well, why do we spend so much money on NASA? We're never actually going to go there. What has NASA ever given us? Right. Oh, NASA's the fucking given plastic us chair you're sitting on. Mylar. The that you're complaining with. <laughs> Tang. Uh, <laughs> fucking dried ice cream, motherfucker. That's all you need to know. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> I like, like wet ice cream. <laughs> the vast majority of NASA's work is environmental stuff, too, though. Uh-huh. Like watching the Earth, looking for patterns and stuff, going, oh, shit, something bad's going to happen. So they do a lot of really badass shit. And if you like your cell phone to be able to work, thank NASA. Tracking all of the extraterrestrial satellites. Right, yeah. Right, right. So that... We'll know if there's something headed our way to destroy the Earth. And all of the uh, NEOs as well. Yeah. NEOs. Near-Earth objects. Yes. That's what I meant. <clears throat> yeah. I, I actually got into... You said something else. I got into an argument with a guy one time that he's never wrong. So I just let him think he was right. But Someone asked me, he goes, well, <laughs> how far away do you have to get from Earth to where there's no gravity? And I'm like, well, there's always gravity. Yeah. Gravity's everywhere. And my buddy's like, no, there isn't. How do you think they're fucking floating up there? I'm like, well, they're not actually floating. Uh, they have a forward motion and a down motion in which they're constantly it's falling. Fall, yeah. It's a constant free fall, but they're free falling at like 3,000 miles an hour. It's the whole Newton's thing where you fire the cannonball. If you can fire the cannonball fast enough and at the right trajectory, they'll just keep traveling around the earth. Yeah. That's 17,500 for earth. Uh, on Earth, you have to be traveling. Well, that's that that's escape velocity. Oh, yeah. So yeah, you have to be going at least seventeen five. Yeah, but I'm like, because I I was trying to answer his question. I'm like, there's <laughs> gravity is everywhere. Every object has gravity. A minute piece of dust has <laughs> this gravity. This is going to take much longer than the ten minutes that we have in this discussion, <laughs> yeah. my friend. So Let I'll me, just say that you're right, and we'll move on. Yeah. Pretty much, I just did the okay. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me guess how you feel about evolution. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that whole climate change thing—that's all bullshit. Yeah, too, that right? too. God, and those fuckers vote like yeah, religiously. Some people just need to read a <laughs> literally <fucking> religious book. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> so, book. speaking of of religiously voting and things, uh oh, you guys saw. I think we did. We did we mention this lady before? This Julie Rowe, the the Mormon uh, apocalyptic. Talking, she had the she had the near death experience where she didn't actually die, so it wasn't really a near death experience well, I mean, in the first place. That technically is what near death is, because if you had an Maybe actual briefly. death experience, you wouldn't be able to tell us about it. <laughs> well, well, I, I think it. I think, I think by near death experience, her. they mean near permanent death. Yeah, well, well yeah, that's near. That it's not quite there. It's, it's like horseshoes and hand grenades. 
and thermonuclear <laughs> weaponry. Yeah. Uh, so, so anyway, there's this, this lady, Julie Rowe, who was a Mormon who had this, she claims was near death experience, which wasn't, she was in a coma. She wrote a book about it that she went and saw Jesus and Jesus said the end of the world's coming. And she started like this whole LDS apocalyptic branch off kind of minor cult following of, of, more of a multitude of culty multitude of fanatical dumbasses who thought this lady really knew what the fuck she was talking about. Uh, she had predicted that the end of the world would come when with the blood moon, as so many other fucking dipshits had, had yeah. mentioned. And yet here we are all listening to the show and participating yeah. in the show. I just got to say, along with all the wooey shit, this is also horrible shit that people spread because people were yeah. dumping their 401ks oh, yeah. for this thing. So that they could go out and stock up on food and weapons. Yeah. And, and now they no longer have a retirement, but they got a lot of fucking shitty ass freeze dried food. And so the, so the day after this woman says the apocalypse is coming and then it doesn't come, she fucking rage quits her own website. Ah! <laughs> Not really rage quits. She pieces out and quits. Uh, this comes from KUTV News, which is uh, a, a local news channel here in Utah. It says the Mormon author Julie Rose says she's stepping away from the public light weeks after the LDS Church flagged one of her books as misleading. <laughs> wow, <laughs> the <laughs> irony. Yeah, my irony meter is pegged right now. Uh, quote, I'm taking my life back. Peace out. End quote. Rowe wrote on her website Monday morning. Rowe, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, you know, the Mormons. <laughs> gained national attention after her book, A Greater Tomorrow, My Journey Beyond the Veil. Oh, Jesus. Was placed Journey on, beyond the was veil. placed on a list of, quote, spurious materials in circulation, end quote, that seminary and institute t- instructors are told to avoid. So this is an LDS woman who writes a book, still as a practicing Mormon, and the LDS church had to go out of its way to tell its members, don't read this, it's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, and this includes... Seminary and institute instructors, and I just want to say as a side note, my son was told by his seminary teacher not to believe anything that he was taught in science because it always changes. Oh. Why why when I hear seminary, I think seminal. Fluid. That's it's it has the same root. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's probably just in seminary there's a lot of sem- seminal fluid. And by root, yeah. I wasn't trying to make a double <laughs> entendre. That was just purely nice. coincidental. <laughs> It's the sperm carrot. (laughs) Uh, That book detailed Rose's near-death experience in 2004 and vision she claimed to have had to have had of the chaotic last days. Some of Rose's followers speculated the end of the world is imminent. Rose herself hinted at big things to come in September. Mm. Now Rose said she is stepping back, just like all of the doomsday prophets and prophetesses. Quote, contracts null and void on energy sessions, end quote, Roe wrote, referring to group healing sessions she helped lead by telephone. <laughs> what? Quote, if you have concerns about this, please refer to the contracts you have signed and take care of yourself. <laughs> Need to focus on my own family, my uh, own health, and my own duties, obligations, and responsibilities, end quote. The post goes on to tell readers to repent and prepare for the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quote, that is my additional official statement. Not finished with the work, but I'm finished with this portion of the word. End quote. Roe writes, quote, today, right now, immediately. These are all no th- need to <laughs> wait to start living your greater tomorrow. 
Talk of the end of the world also ramped up recently with Sunday's lunar eclipse. Speculation was strong enough to warrant a response from the LDS church, the Megalothalon, <laughs> last week. Quote, the writings and speculation of individual church members, some of which have gained current recent, have gained currency recently, should be considered, I, I should read this as an LDS elder, should be considered as personal accounts or positions <laughs> that do not reflect church doctrine. LDS church spokesman Eric Hawkins said in a statement, in her latest post, Roe acknowledged the lunar eclipse, saying that it was, quote, beautiful, end quote, but not say anything further about her end times predictions. <laughs> and then it has a link to read her her post on her uh, website. I read this whole thing earlier today. Yeah. It's word salad bullshit. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't even make any sense. She probably has one of those things on her phone where you like you speak to text for it's, like writing. Well, it's it's just a bunch of it's just a it's it's like reading Deepak. It's like reading a, a string of Deepak <laughs> Chopra quotes. Whatever way, right? So it's it's not very long. I'll just read through this real quick. Uh, this is on the events page of JulieRowPrepare dot com. Prepare for what? I wonder. Uh, under the events. It says, gorgeous lunar eclipse last night. Loved seeing it light up the sky in clear view. Beautiful, beautiful life! Exclamation point. No, no comma. So coming full circle. Contracts null and void on energy sessions. Duh. If you have concerns about this, please refer to the contracts you have signed and take care of yourself. Need to focus on my own family, my own health, my own duties, obligations, responsibilities. Blah, blah, blah. I already read that in the story. The message. Turn away. Shut the door. Discard the needless chatter. Negativity and darkness on any and all levels, from any realm, source, or dimension. Not worth it. Refocus, love, light, and atonement on an individual basis and as the collective whole. The Lord is the light. Love is light, and the Lord is love. Love, love, love. Let go and let love lead. <laughs> she must have been doing some drugs. She's fucking crazy, right? Turn to the atonement to heal in whatever way. Whatever. That is true light. That is pure energy. True message from the source of truth. Repentance is the only way. And by him and of him and through him, we can become one. We can become whole. We can build a better tomorrow by preparing to today. <laughs> there is no other way. No quick fix. Welcome to the fellowship. Oh, fellowship, fellowship of, of the suffering. <laughs> My uh, message is clear. When we turn to the prophets of old and to the true living prophets of our day, not me, not anyone else other than the Lord's anointed. Mm -hmm. It is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm -hmm. That is my additional official statement. <laughs> <laughs> not finished with the work, but I'm finished with this portion of the word. No comma. The way we live today will determine our tomorrows. Nothing is worth throwing away our fortunes promised by the Father. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Love is the key. Uh. Love the love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, mind, and strength, having no other gods before you. Gods with uh, with an apostrophe yeah. between the D and the S. Having no other god is before you. Pure heart equal pure intent. Pure intent equal intentional direction to choose to act proactively. Choose to act proactively. Oh, God. Letting go of the harm and hurt and creating a place of safety within our hearts. Open hearts are healed hearts. Healed hearts find... Si this sounds like fucking Yoda. Healed... Fear leads to anger. <laughs> Open heart 
That's our healed hearts. Anger leads to suffering. Uh, yeah. <laughs> healed hearts find safety in the arms of the Lord, not in the arms of someone who has claim, who has claim upon our minds. True safety lies in living the laws and ordinances of the gospel. There is safety wait, from wait, the storms. Which gospel? Because this is not LDS. This is <laughs> oh, this is fucking crazy gospel. Church the of- gospel of woo. The yeah. gospel of batshit. Yeah, this is. There is safety deep-hawked. from the storms today, right now, immediately. No need to wait to start living your greater tomorrow. <laughs> Live today in love and joy. <laughs> Those were all capitalized. Yeah, they were all all caps. (laughs) Knowing that there is a real and infinite eternal living at one ma, at one One meant. What the fuck? Eternal living at one meant. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, she's, she's trying to break up the atonement to mean at one. Uh, The at one meant. At one meant with God. Available right now, each and every minute of every day. No limit on God's infinite atonement. No limit on God's power. No limit on energy. True energy comes from living the commandments, living the law of the Sabbath. In this we can and do and will find life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I'm taking my life back. I'm taking my life back. Peace out. Peace out. (laughs) She says all that. She says all that, and then she's like, I'm taking my life back. Peace out. Good luck on your own, everybody. Oh, yeah, but the Jesus said you must do this for your life. <laughs> I wonder how many people are going to be like, oh, I was going to sue her, but I signed a contract. Aww. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I knew that that probably wasn't a good idea. Dummy, 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 <laughs> stupid, dumb, stupid. Now I got to peace out. <laughs> <laughs> Sold my 401k and yeah. all of my gold bullion. Glenn Beck is going to be so disappointed in me. <laughs> all I got is a bunch of 22 shells. Oh, man. I, you know, you see these apocalyptic dumbasses all the time. It, it, you know what all of the apocalyptic predictions have in common? Failure. Mm. Failure. Yep. Abject fucking failure. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. I mean, if I were them, I'd be hoping for gay marriage. I would hope that an atheist would be in office, because that would bring the... They're all sure signs of the apocalypse. They're apocalypse sooner. Just like the Raiders winning two games in a row? Yeah! Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. I would be hoping for that shit. I'd be like, he's an atheist, I'm voting for him. Because guess what? It's going to bring the apocalypse on. Yeah, she's just fucking totally bonkers, man. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, that was crazy. What else you got, Matthew? I got a bunch of stuff. A whole lot of stuff? You got pockets full of stuff. <laughs> pockets full of shit, wasn't it? What was it? I pockets thought it was taters. Of, no, in the last episode, you had you oh. had pockets full of manure. Oh, yeah, I think it was shit, yeah. yeah. Uh, fat guy in a red hat pastor tries his bigotry with a live audience. Oh, what a gross fucking turd he is. Yeah. Known for his belligerent one-line rants. With his faux-hucking chin strap. Mm-hmm. Uh, found out what it's like to be in front of an audience who can respond to his face and discovered it's not too much fun. Appearing on the CBS show, The Doctors, Pastor Josh Forstein attempted to explain his understanding of gender as he sees it from his Christian perspective. However, the panel and the studio audience weren't having it. Forstein was invited to the show along with Mike Mickey Willis, a dad who became famous after a video of him celebrating with his son over picking out a little mermaid doll went viral racking up over three and a half million views on YouTube. Stein, in turn, attacked Willis over his, over his dad's gills, and on the show, 
The two had a respectful but sharp confrontation. Stein lamented the fact that the U.S. has become so politically correct that retail giant Target eliminated separating toys by gender. He said, quote, when Target has to remove from their shelves any sort of idea that a toy is meant to is meant to boy or meant to be girl. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is meant to boy. (laughs) This is meant to be girl. Uh, Feuerstein said before being interrupted by a guest co-host who said, good, good. As somebody who studies children and works with them in schools, I know that if we can nurture children for who they are, they will find their own paths. Yeah. And let's make something obvious here. Target wasn't forced to take and do that. It was their own fucking you, choice. Yes, yeah. And it, and it's a silly distinction anyway, right? I mean, right, are any yeah. of these toys upper, operated with your genitalia? No. Do you do you have to and even if do you have to use were, your genitalia to to play with any of these games? Why why does it fucking matter? Right. And what's the difference between a Barbie doll and a GI Joe? The clothes they wear, pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Well, I think Barbies were taller. Yeah, they're tall. Barbie's boobs are a little bigger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's no fat G.I. Joe's with, with man tits. True. <laughs> Probably true. Uh, host Dr. Travis Stock jumped in later and cut right to the chase. He said, I think it comes down to this. You're right as a parent. You do shape your children. You're sorry. You are right. As a parent, you do shape your children. Commas in a weird place there. Uh, but there's a big difference between telling your children to stay away from, say, drugs, don't drink and drive, and picking out a mermaid doll. So my issue is, I understand your ideology, I get it, and everyone can have their own choice in life in terms of what ideology they follow. He was only he was interrupted by Dr. Lisa Masterson, who said, let me say one thing, you cannot mold someone's sexuality. Stein returned once again to defending traditional gender roles to booze from the audience, only to be stopped dead in his tracks by plastic surgeon dr andrew orden who said guess what i played with my sister's dolls and her dollhouse and now look at me he's rich <laughs> right <laughs> i suck uh, no cocks <laughs> yeah uh but this this whole thing has the undercurrent though of you know gay is bad right obviously yes. well did, um, did you see and that's Steen's problem <laughs> yeah. in the first place. Did you see <laughs> the Steen's uh, rebuttal video to uh, the other gentleman? I oh no, he he made one when he oh yes when he backed when I he saw wasn't the, in the original. Front of I saw audience. the I saw the dad's yeah I saw the video. dad. Well, and then the dad also broke down <laughs> Steen's video. Yeah, and uh, it was funny because in his in in that guy's video, he's like, "Hey, fuck Target," and the guy's like, "Wait, I didn't. We didn't go to Target." Um, this was at a mom and pop sh- store, and then find whatever the fucking guy's name is. Einstein <laughs> uh, yeah, was yeah. like, "I'm gonna be a real dad, and I'm gonna show my five year old how to shoot a gun, because oh. that's what dads do." And boys I'm gonna make are the my only ones who shoot guns. Gun. Well, no, then he's like, "Well, then I'm gonna teach my daughter to shoot after the boy learns how to shoot." It's like, okay, you're. Do that if you want. And why do Christians like him anyway? His name's so Jewy. And he ripped them off. Did you hear about that shit? <laughs> he uh, with his, that he wanted with the first camera. camera. Yeah. Yeah. But and he still doesn't even know how to turn his phone sideways. But yeah. he wanted that camera that was like a fucking $6,000 camera, which is like, I'm like, that's what people use to shoot movies with, not vlogs. Like professional yeah. Yeah, studio Yeah, movies, he wanted yeah. like a red epic fucking camera to shoot vlogs. I'm like, are you fucking serious? 
<laughs> Apparently, no, he wasn't. You, he wasn't serious you, at all. You don't no, even no, know no. how to edit with that fucking camera. No, he just he just did what he does with yeah. all of his fucking church donations. Yeah, absolutely Put, nothing. Puts it in his uh, kitty diddling fund. Yeah, you can only have. I mean, the, there's there's a finite supply of red hats. Yes, so true. He's gonna get on ordering as many <laughs> as he possibly can. Mm. Yeah, before that, before a- that before that well runs dry. I I do like the fact I don't think this guy, he's ever been in like national spotlight like this before. I know he's been over fucking Facebook and he's a fucking retard. I that I use that word sparingly because <laughs> uh, there are some people who have mental disabilities who are fucking badass, and I don't want to lump them in with him. Yeah, but they're not retards. This guy's a retard. He, this guy he's a retard. I, I I completely forgot my fucking train of thought. No, so he got finally got put in the in the spotlight and got to be on fucking national television and had his fucking ass kicked. Mm-hmm. He he learned in front of a crowd of people like, oh, no one here fucking agrees with me. Maybe well, you should. Everyone have them, agrees with me. On maybe Facebook. you should have them play with dolls to learn how to be parents. Yeah. yeah. Clearly, that was the problem with you. I mean, that guy's son picked out. A mermaid doll, which mermaid in the movie, you know, she's hot. Mm-hmm. So the, that boy's probably straight. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to play with the girl. Mm. <laughs> Smells like fish. Uh, <laughs> he'll learn that when he gets older. <laughs> GOP presidential candidate Mike Fuckabeast has set his sights on America's number one threat. Snacks. Oh, I fucking love snacks. After- See what they've done to me? <laughs> <laughs> after Frito-Lay this month said it would mail rainbow-colored Dorito chips to consumers who donate money after, uh, m- donate money to the It Getter- Gets Better. Let me start it gets over better. again. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, Jesus titty fucking Christ. Uh, they will mail rainbow-colored Doritos chips to consumers who donate money to the It Gets Better Project, a nonprofit helping the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender community. What was our missing show? Jesus what, Christ? Uh, HIV. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus HIV, HIV Christ. Christ. That's right. Huckabee Damn went on it. the offensive after the snack maker. In a letter to his camp, in a letter, his campaign said to the Frito Lay, to f- Jesus, what the hell is my problem? I'm having one of those nights. I think I'm having a stroke right now. <laughs> Sometimes I just can't get through these things. <clears throat> In a letter, his campaign said he sent. I still fucked that up. Frida <laughs> Huckabee said Dan Savage, the man behind the group benefiting from the bags, has for years made very hateful and vulgar comments toward Christians and calls for violence and injury to people he disagrees with. No. no? Yeah, I don't know what he's referring to, but uh, based on Huckabee's views, I would be I very mean, inclined to disagree with it. Yes, he does criticize Christianity, but he has never called for the fucking death of anyone. He's the, no, one, that's who, you guys. He's the one who yeah. gave us the term Santorum. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, the letter follows one four day. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Is this article written this badly? Hold on. The Which- letter follows one four days earlier. Oh, no, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that, does, that totally makes sense. So Your, your brain can, just doesn't make sense. If I can sense. read it all the way through, it makes perfect sense. Okay. <laughs> well, I, the, the problem is I've, I already read that part. Yeah, don't Fox uh, News it. <laughs> in which Huckabee first asked Frito-Lay, a subsidiary of PepsiCo, and produces Doritos atop raising to stop raising money for Savage's pro- project, according to Huckabee's campaign, which said Thursday he had yet to receive a response to either one. Huckabee and the outspoken gay rights activist and commentator who created It Gets Better Project have had a stormy relationship for years. 
Savage has long targeted Huckabee for what he believes are the latter's homophobic views, often using sexually explicit and graphic language to attack the former Arkansas governor and Baptist minister, while Huckabee has recently, as Saturday, called Savage one of the most vile, vicious, violent, and vulgar individuals in an organization I've ever met, he said. To which I say, hyperbole much? Dude, you fucking know Dick Cheney. (laughs) He shot a man. Yeah, in the face. A friend. Yeah. A friend. I I think you mean you disagree. Um, It's beyond me to understand how a responsible corporation would think that partnering with someone who spews the vicious vitriol that Savage does would be worthy of your corporate contributions, Huckabee wrote in his Tuesday letter after the pride flag inspired chips became available. In his earlier letter, Huckabee suggested Frito-Lay may not have fully vetted Savage, saying he was not only too not not one to hastily call for a national boycott of a company that may have not adequately researched an affiliation. I think that's incredible. No, I think they know exactly who they're affiliating with. They're affiliating with a guy who has a great organization that is trying to help out uh, gay and lesbian people. Basically, will go, hey, guess what? I'm fucking gay and. I'm proud of the fact I'm gay. Yeah, and I and I have a huge irony boner over the fact that a Baptist minister yeah. wants proper vetting. <laughs> yeah, he didn't vet fucking Jesus, did he? The <laughs> <laughs> no, that guy probably wants social programs for poor people. Yeah, fuck him. The It Gets Better project works to communicate to LGBT youth around the world. That it got, that it does get better and to create and inspire the changes needed to make it better for them. What a vicious, vitriolic I know, position. It's, it's a horrible idea. So hateful. Horrible. All the pride flag inspired limited edition Doritos rainbows bags. That was a mouthful. <laughs> had been claimed as of this week after Frito-Lay received an incredible amount of support. It said on the chip's website. Huckabee. In his letter this week, provided a link to comments in which Savage used vulgar, sexually explicit language to attack Huckabee, advised Frito-Lay management to watch it, and asked if its representatives rasp, asked if it's represent if if it represents the values and views of Frito-Lay. He referred to Savage's project as a hate group. Oh, <laughs> it's a hate group for telling kids that it gets better. Yeah, really. Yep. For huh. telling gay people that the mockery you may be going through now, the hard times that you're going through now, well, they're, they're not going to last forever. It yeah. gets better. Right. And That's and, so hateful. And we're, and we're here to support you. That's so hateful. And and for pointing out the hateful language used by people like Mike Huckabee. Right. Yeah. Right. More of this martyrdom. Uh, Frito-Lay said today it had only worked with the it's get, It Gets Better project and not Savage specifically on the Doritos Rainbow Camp uh, uh, program. We have not partnered with Dan Savage, and he has not been involved with this initiative, a spokesperson said. Uh, she said that the program has concluded after all the chips had been claimed, and a spokesperson per- for Savage said, the it, get- the it Gets Better project is committed to suicide prevention and anti-bullying efforts on behalf yeah. of LGBT youth, inspired by the YouTube video created by Dan Savage five years ago this week. Unlike Mr. Huckabee, iconic corporations like Frito-Lay are on the right side of history, and we appreciate their support. Hell yeah. And Did- then they ended it with, fuck you, yeah. Huckabee. Well, and I wrote, yeah, and Huckabee works to generate more LGBT shame and suicide with his words and support of bigoted county clerks. Mm-hmm. 
Did you guys see the awesomeness that was the same guy who did the Oreo thing? Also did a and the he did the Oreos. He did the uh, Target. Then he also made a Facebook page just for fucking people to go and complain about Doritos. <laughs> the fucking responses once again were fucking awesome. <laughs> Was this the customer service? Yeah. I, I, I find it hilarious that these people haven't figured it out that it's the same never guy making... I'm going to eat Doritos again. <laughs> I mean, if you go to it, and Facebook will show you how long that person's had a, a Facebook profile. When it shows a Facebook profile, one day, yeah. you can probably figure out that it's a guy that's fucking with well, you. Well, clearly they made this but, just to respond to this type yeah. of thing. But I love it. I it love was that emergency guy, creation. To, I love what that guy does <laughs> to assuage the concerns of its of its consumers. I, to give us an outlet for our rage, we should have him on the show. But he's like a mystery guy. He's like he's like Facebook God. Yeah, <laughs> or anonymous. I've got God's autograph. Do you really? It's in the fucking in the <laughs> book from Joey Lee Kirkman. It's in the fucking book, book. from Joey Lee Kirkman. <laughs> God signed that yeah, shit. Really? Yeah, God's autographs in there. Lucian Greaves autographs. I didn't in know there God's autograph. Oh yeah, God signed that shit. Mm. God and Lucian, huh? Oh yeah. You just need one more for the Trinity. Isn't Trinity three? That's why you need one more. <laughs> There's three in there. <laughs> oh well, you said you said God and Joey and Lucian Greaves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is three. Sorry, my maths are bad. <laughs> They're all the same person, anyways. I knew. <laughs> God and Lucian and the Joey Ghost. Yes. <laughs> the Joey Ghost. May we pray. <laughs> Let us bow our heads. You got anything else? Yeah, this one's awesome. <clears throat> Social media twitiot George Zimmerman renews mm. his status as the most despicable person in Florida. I, I didn't see this, but I had heard about this. Yeah. George Zimmerman reportedly retweeted an image Sunday showing off the corpse of Trayvon Martin, the teenager he shot and killed three years ago. What? Yeah. Twitter deleted, what? Yeah. Twitter deleted the post, but not before it was yeah. noticed by many and sparked out. What? Yeah. Nothing gets rid of on the internet. Yeah. I have not heard anything about this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He re- that's he re- shit. He, re- he retweeted a po- uh, uh, a picture of Tray- Trayvon Martin's dead body laying in the street and said what? Uh, he he retweeted the post. He didn't say anything to it, about it, but somebody somebody was had- it like, "Hey, it's the three year anniversary of me murdering someone." No, he didn't say anything. So the original tweet that he retweeted said, "Z Man is a one man army." And oh. he retweeted that. That's the one I saw with Trayvon Martin's body in the street. A one-man army killing unarmed teenagers. For no fucking reason and not going to jail. How did he not go to fucking jail? He's not even a cop. Because he stood his ground, okay? <laughs> He's not even a cop. <laughs> He's a pretend cop. Yeah, but I mean, but what I'm saying is like, I mean, there's absolutely zero justification. I mean, this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And and now he's just rubbing it in everyone's face. Oh, yeah. I mean, so that Make that it. that pissed me off. I I mean, and I, he's I mean, making money off of it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a picture of himself with a with his sunglasses on in front of the and, pool and, and a big cigar. Yep, big cigar, and then Trayvon Martin's dead body laying in the street. I bet Freud would have something to say about that big cigar in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about Freud either, but 
That's you don't just, like Sigmund Freud? Uh, some of his stuff's okay. I, I I don't agree with a lot of it, but I like his early work. But his later <laughs> yeah. his later albums yeah. are bullshit. I'm, I'm a yeah. Freud hipster. <laughs> I liked him before he was cool. <laughs> yeah, once you got into all that, like you really want to fuck your mom type shit. I just didn't like him anymore. <laughs> no, that's what I do agree with. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that that just got weird. Tell me about your relationship with your mother. mother. <laughs> do you always want to fuck your mother? So. Now that Ryan's back. Oh, shit. I thought we could talk about your hero. Oh, from, I, the, from the motherland. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> Scott Walker, who said his presidential bit. Oh. Oh, and there is some foam. It's saved. Oh, a little bit fell in the beard. Just a tiny drop. Damn you, James That's, Henry. That was a good save. I, if I remember correctly, this beer foams the entire way down. Yes. This, this is a homebrew. That is a little overcarbonated, but it's delicious. But you have yeah. to keep drinking it because it keeps foaming out the top of the bottle. Scott, just put it away. in your cup. Put it in your empty cup. That way, when it foams over, it just foams over into your cup. You're brilliant. Look at you with a big brain. Uh, I've been called a genius on more than one occasion. <laughs> <laughs> Which occasions were those? Well, I felt pretty smart when I never even fucking cracked open a book that whole fucking two weeks of that class. Oh, yeah? And I fucking I got a ninety two on my final on it. You're just like I already know this shit, bitches. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I showed up. Watch me lean back. Watch <laughs> me, nay nay. What is that stupid song? Now watch me nay nay. Yeah, I don't even <laughs> want to repeat that. <laughs> watch me. I know nay-nay. what I'm going to close the show with. <laughs> oh, no, that's horrible. No, but like we got you got to do like a, a practical at the end to do an eval. Yeah. And I only lost one point over all seven evaluations. Mm. I missed the priapism. <laughs> you missed it? Like, well, I really, really, really wanted to see the priapism, or I really wanted to take <laughs> no. advantage of the priapism. But like, when we're doing it, there's no actual person there, and you're just... When you're doing the priapism? No, when you're doing the <laughs> eval, you're you're going through all the steps, just verbally, like... Like talking about like what I would do and all that kind of stuff, uh-huh. and going through the whole head to toe of like checking a person's body, like checking their rib cage, checking their abdomen, you know, checking their hips. You're supposed to like sweep the cock, <laughs> sweep the cock. I like how Dan is sweep. wheezing over this. <laughs> I'm picturing, I'm picturing fucking uh, Karate Kid. Sweep the cock. Sweep the cock. <laughs> what sensei? Well, if you, sweep the cock. If you heard you, me. Sweep the cock. If you got an uncur- unconscious person on the ground and they are fully erect, it could be a sign of a spinal injury. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, wow. Sweep the cock. Okay, so, so you're supposed to take the back of your hand and sweep over the genitals. Like, okay, nothing's hard. <laughs> wow. I can rule that out. <laughs> And, and no, and not 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 kidding. Uh, one of the calls I went on was a guy we were taking back to the mental in- asylum, <laughs> mental hot institution, uh, yeah. asylum <laughs> to the institution <laughs> that was in the hospital for a priapism. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> and the mental funny thing is, insta asylum. <laughs> when, when we asked the guy, like, why, 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 you know, why were you in here? And, you know, what do we, what, what was wrong with you? Nobody I had a boner. <laughs> yeah, he just raises his fist up, goes, "It was like." Rock hard and it wouldn't go down. And the lady's like, reading it. Someone had misspelled priapism. She's like, a prio? What? <laughs> and we're, they're like, uh, I think he had a hard dick. <laughs> like, in, he, he had a priapism. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. 
Yeah, so I got to go walk through the loony bin. Yeah? Yeah, that was interesting. How many how many Jesuses you, did you meet in there? You say None. that so casually, but before you didn't even want to say mental hospital. You're like, yeah, I got to go up to the loony bin. Well, I was trying to, I was trying to think of how to say it. Like my head. Was, oh yeah, that's so much better. Like I'm in the loony bin because I had a boner. Well, no, he was at the loony bin, had a boner in the loony bin that won't go down. Oh, uh, apparently this guy's problem was like when he got put into a small confined room, he would. Get a raging heart on, and he, it wouldn't go away. Weird, like it was a stress thing for this guy. Yeah, like when he was stressed out, he just it would it would salute, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it wouldn't go away. It's an in, I guess that's an it was Freud, an involuntary thing for him. Like he had no control over it. Wonder what Freud would have to say about that. It's from a lifetime of the priest locking me in a small, <laughs> oh, God. locking me in his rectory. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> And we're oh back my. to the rape. Yeah. yeah. So getting right back, back to the rape. Getting back to Scott Walker. Yep. Scott yep. walking away. Yep. Uh, he's dropped out of the race for Republican Jesus. Yeah, I think God texted God's him. again. I mean, the whole reason he got into the thing in the first place was because he said it was part of God's plan. God called him to run for president. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Right Wing Watch. After using a divide-and-conquer strategy to push hard-right policies, hard-right, <laughs> in Wisconsin, <laughs> a record that he hoped would shore up right-wing support for his presidential bid, Governor Scott Walker has reportedly decided to drop out of the race months before the first votes are even cast. His isolation boner was not going to be enough. <laughs> <laughs> Walker, who went from front-runner to receiving asterisk-level support Whoa. in the latest Re- CNN <laughs> Receiving asterisk. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Made more news with what he didn't say than what he did say. Walker refused to answer many questions asked of him, punting and equivocating when faced with questions about ISIS, net neutrality, abortion, marriage equality, homosexuality, President Obama, evolution, and immigration, while obfuscating his record, even bragging about his intentional misleading campaign's ads on abortion. He even made the astounding claim that he was immune from committing, committing policy flip-flops because he has never served in Congress. <laughs> for example, Walker went from supporting immigration reform to denouncing it and even calling for stricter limits on legal immigration yeah. to supporting it again to again opposing it. Most recently, Walker took three different positions within a week, within a week, on whether he supports birthright citizenship. He finally concluded that he has no position. He also said that a U.S.-Canada wall was a legitimate proposal <laughs> he would consider before he before saying uh-huh. he didn't actually mean it. So this guy is a he's probably just flip flopping on the on the part of God's plan here. Is yeah, what I'm well, guessing. I think he realized, like, wait, was that God talking or was that the beer? <laughs> Does he drink the beer? I don't know. It's Wisconsin. I, I assume everyone you gotta drinks assume the that beer. Everybody drink, drink Wisconsinably. Yes. <laughs> he obviously didn't that night. <laughs> so, no more Scott Walker. Unfortunately, we won't have the deviated septum mouth breathing, well, comb I, over, bald spot trying to hide, union destroying I, jackass. I don't think he would have president. made it to the top five anyways. No. And honestly, who I almost see in the top five, uh, Trump hangs in. I, I I see him hanging in this time. Yeah, I can see Carly sitting up there. Connolly, 
Carly Fig- oh, Figueroa. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Ben Carson. Which still astounds me. Yeah. That guy's yeah. dumb as a box of rocks. He is, which is why he's going to be there. <laughs> he's running for the Republicans. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Ted Cruz. No, I think you he's going to. You don't think he's no. he, you don't think he's going to be in there for the long no, run? No, he's he's yeah. too extreme. He's going to. I think him he's, and Huckabee are. He's uh, too extreme, and he's and he has no charisma at all. Like he's just. But a he's got a asshole. lot of support. He's an asshole with a nicely coiffed hairdo. He's got support though. Not much. He's really yeah. down in the polls. Is he right now? Yeah. I, I don't know who I'd pick. Yeah, his my- numbers. His numbers went down after the last debate. I'm not. Sh- I'm not entirely sure. I, w- I want to say Christy, but I know he's not going to make it because he's not I- extreme enough. Uh, yeah, I don't know who I'd pick for my fifth in the top five for Republicans at the end. Hmm. Top five, I would say. Well, would Rubio be in there? Rubio's numbers are going up. I, I, that's my fifth. I'm taking Rubio for my fifth. <sighs> I think that's a good five. I think that is a good five. Fiorina's numbers are going up, even though she's yeah. lying through her oh, fucking yeah. teeth yeah. on Sunday. Who isn't? I watched yeah, her on Meet are. the Press, and she lied through her fucking teeth again yeah. about this, what she's calling uh, a video about Planned Parenthood, where these doctors had taken a fetus out of a woman with a beating heart and kicking legs, and they're discussing trying to keep it alive, uh, trying to keep it alive so they can harvest its brain. Yeah, which is bullshit. It's total bullshit. And then she goes beyond that also and says that tax dollars are being used to fund abortions mm-hmm. for Planned Parenthood, and they're not. Which is total fucking bullshit. And I, Chuck Todd didn't point that out at all during a show. Like yeah. the whole time, that was never mentioned. Well, I think Andrea Mitchell finally in their roundtable discussion. Said, you know, tax money doesn't go to fund abortion. Yeah. Like we have the Hyde Amendment. That hasn't happened for more than a decade now. Yeah, it's, it's I, the more you repeat something, the more it's true. <sighs> well, that that would take almost almost the level of conspiracy as uh, baking soda f- as a cancer cure. You know, for for all of Planned Parenthoods and liberals to be. You know, in dark dungeons somewhere, harvesting baby brains. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's just fucking ludicrous. It's fucking Frankenstein type crazy. Yeah, the dark liberal fucking, cabal. It's Tea Party crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we are at that point. Are we? We are. It seems so early. It does. Because I. Point, I what point? What point? It's it's that point where I have to step in and say. We've reached two hours, which did plus. not happen last week. I know. <laughs> Chris we three. Chris actually commented on that because I was on the Utah Outcast last night, yes. which I don't know if we mentioned during this show. No, we didn't. We should. We, did. we should plug that. So yeah. yeah, I was on there last night, so that episode should be up now when you're listening to this. Uh, I had a great time on there. Go over to the Utah Outcast and listen. Enjoy. That's fun. Go go hear the Duffster on there. I was drinking. Well, as more you are than, want to more than you do here, here probably because, I have because to drive. you don't have to drive anywhere, right? But yeah, I had a good time on there. But yeah, he did mention <laughs> that. Uh, I don't know if you mentioned it, if it was if it was recording. We were talking about it, but like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I realize that you're the timekeeper on the Calus Revolution, and there was no timekeeper there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, the last episode went well, a bit I mean, long. I, I kept time. I I I watched it. Oh yeah, the whole time. You just didn't force it. And then I and then I I, yeah, I, I had more stuff I wanted to say. I cut out a lot of our like pre-talking yeah. points or story 
banter back and forth. Yeah, we are building up a little, and I did it, a and little when, bit of a bonus material. When I, yes. Yeah. And when I cut it out, I Cash. thought, Ryan would be proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting to the point. So, I guess that'll wrap it up for this evening's show. Okay. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Thank yeah. I'm I'm really happy you're back, man. You're welcome. Yeah. We missed you for the past couple episodes for sure. I was thinking of you guys. Did yeah. We, did we mention your tattoos? Was it when you were sweeping the <laughs> I cock? I think we did. No, I, w- I don't <laughs> think I was sweeping the cock on Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> well, so how do you check how do you check for injury on a female? Well, she's not going to have a pipe. I know this. That's why like <laughs> is there is there an equivalent to sweeping the cock for a female? No, but you do still uh you, Check their genitals. In certain <laughs> certain cases. <laughs> okay. What, what do you check? Oh, just excessive. For, for what are you checking ex- the female ex- genitals? Excessive bleeding. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that would that would be bad I'm, in any case, right? Well, yeah, but most if women. Man, if men's genitals are bleeding excessively, I think that would well, yeah. be also. But cause for, for certain concern. cases where women might call you like, "Hey, I'm pregnant." And I'm also excessively ve- bleeding out of my vagina oh, right yeah. now. Well, yeah. Like, hey, well, has this happened before? Have you been pregnant in the past? Have you ever had a, you know, any dealt with this before? Or, hey, you know, well, you could be dealing with a ectopic, uh, ectopic pregnancy. Ectopic pregnancy. You yeah. could be having some problems in there right now. If you're having extreme abdominal pains right now, this is a fucking really cause of concern. So you check to see if it's bleeding. You don't sweep the cock. Well, if they had a cock, do you want to worry about an ectopic pregnancy? Do you sweep? <laughs> do you sweep the clitoral hood? No, uh, no. Do you sweep the cunt? <laughs> no, but like when clit. you when you when you sweep the clit, check the chest area. You're supposed to use the back of your hand. Instead there was of a very long, uncomfortable pause at the beginning of this. <laughs> beginning of what? When when he when we're I don't even want it'll be a long another long uncomfortable pause. You know? <laughs> Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. You can reach us on Facebook at facebook.com slash godlessrevolution. Send us an email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com. Twitter our twatter at TGR Podcast. <laughs> you can also call or text us at 33081rebel. That is 33081732353081 rebel. <laughs> <laughs> and... We've got some exciting stuff coming up. Hell yeah. Looking forward to it very much. We will see you all again next week or talk to you. You can listen to Yeah, we will talk to you all again next week. Yeah. We'll sing sweet lullabies. (laughs) We'll see you. We'll talk to you then. Okay, bye. I'm going to bye bye now.
Vanilla. Yeah. 